Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. We back at the end of the season, man. I cannot oh. believe it. We're a week away from not really caring about the regular season no more. We're in a play-in, and things are great. It is. It is. I'm feeling good, too, because it was a time in the season where I didn't think my team was going to make the playoffs. At all, honestly. Still not technically. You're right. We still Hold your horses chance, back on. Hey, the chances are looking a lot better. And the team is too, so yeah. I'm ready for it. Nice way to make it about the Lakers 30 seconds into the episode. That's that's an all-time high. Uh, be sure to leave a like on the episode. Subscribe to the channel if you are new. We're on the road to 500K. If mm-hmm. you're listening on the audio platforms, five stars is appreciated. Come over to the YouTube channel and hit subscribe as well. Boom. Yesterday say we had no games on. Yeah, which is good weird, because we went to a baseball game. game. Yeah. We went to a baseball game, so yeah, it was, we didn't need it to be on because by the time uh, I got home, I was tired and I was exhausted, and I just wanted to watch more baseball. So <laughs> I feel that. Um, yeah, we had an NCAA game, and I was telling Mike before this on the behind the scenes that even when the game is kind of exciting or whatnot, um, it's not. It's just not for me. It's not always what I want because I just like I love the tournament when it's bussing, when it's seven games on in one day, start at twelve, end at nine. Um, but the fact that UConn just smashed everybody that they played was also made that game a little bit melatoninish. Mm-hmm. So you know, what and the game we went to was melatoninish. Yeah, so it was like you just got hit with double but dose man, of melatonin. That's melatonin. not a word. Yeah. <laughs> when it be coming to those later games in the postseason, I be feeling that too, because it's just like it, it, the games will be starting till seven, so it's that anticipation all day, which is kind of cool though too, because it's like you mm-hmm. looking forward to it all day. But it's sometimes it's just like a blowout or just a bad game. It's like, man, I just wasted it. Like, yeah, it's just y'all. I got my hopes up for nothing. That that uh, championship but it also game could got be good. zero seconds of watch time for me. Yeah, I would say the same. I forgot it was going on, then I got an update. Thirty six to twenty a half. I'm like, you know what? You got it. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. I'm yeah. I'm good on it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, the women's one was very fun. Yeah, no, the women's that was one actually was finals four was elite. Smash, yeah. smash, it smashed the, the guys. Yep. And, and a lot of records. I mean, it, it, it was did. like nine point nine million concurrent mm-hmm. views or at something like that. Thirty in the evening time, so it's not a, a good spot to have sports. They killed it. Shout out to LSU and Angel Reese. Uh, put on put on a show. <sighs> Too bad the conversations is not about the basketball, man. It's all yeah. about the double standards and racism. And we got for it's the first crazy how much the internet exposes themselves for the People first the for the first it. time we might have the loser go to the White House. Yes. <laughs> if I if no. Iowa accepts that, I lost all respect. And if for LS, LSU needs to decline it, if Iowa is so, Andrew Reese said they're not going. Yeah, I don't blame him. If if you're gonna invite the loser, I, I no longer want to go. I don't care. I'm doing good. I've never been to the White House, and I'm still doing good. Why would I go now? Like, Talk your shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. But the, the best part about it, though, is that Iowa will be back with with Kaylin Clark next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Angel Reese is a sophomore. Mm-hmm. She wanted to remind everybody, so she's back for at least two more years. And Paige is coming back next season too. So, UConn, yeah. I, I, the, the W the NCAA W, have you want to word it? It's about to be elite. And I, we locked in on the WNBA too because uh, the Liberty look crazy. They just announced some new jerseys across the league with look kind of fire. No, um, stay over there. You a Chicago Scott? I am a Scott per- yeah. fan. New, new York Knicks, New York Liberty. Baby. Oh, now you just tying them together. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah. we got to go to a game. For sure. I'm definitely taking Avery. If hey. you want a plus one for sure, you can. You can. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my new shit. Does that upset so many people? Don't hey. forget this one, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a lot of tweets about, like, Clay Thompson anytime the Warriors are down yeah. by 20. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Facts. I've seen that. Facts. Oh, yeah, that's man. just crazy how that, how that shit went. I had put out a tweet, and motherfuckers calling me racist. 
That's crazy. That is <laughs> yeah, wild. Mike, yeah, Mike, it's the same face I made because I said folk. White folk. <laughs> I know, but anytime I need to address white people, I will say white people or white folk. The same mm. thing I would say, man, black people, we always late. I have no problem addressing whoever I need to address. <laughs> I said folk because there was groups of people who I felt were being um, hypocrites, yeah. my dad included. I was talking about my dad as well. My dad had a problem with Ange- Angela Reese doing it. I didn't tell you that. And then he was like, that, that must be the older generation. Ross but then, he, had an issue but then with he, it too. he changed it at the end. <laughs> right. You see, that's what I'm like. How y'all, call, how y'all making it? Did they not watch the previous round? Did right. they not watch South Carolina versus no, Iowa? They, they did. My, but my, Roscoe did what I think is they love the Caitlin Clark story, rightfully so. And it didn't go their way, and now they they were upset, which right. is okay. And my dad later went back on like, man, once once he saw that Caitlin Clark did it, he said it's all fair. Okay, which is what I thought every human being would have, but right. we had all of Twitter who was showing, like Derek said, they choose colors and what was really on their mind. Because I, when I made it, never in a million years that I think my tweet was gonna have the reaction that Pierre was racist, the black and white <laughs> mixed guy with you know black. Black it aunties just, and uncles and then it was, white. It, it, it was, was definitely blue a blue. clash of cultures, though, when you see, like, yeah. the locker rooms before the game. I went up singing, like, High School Musical, and LSU was listening to Boosie, uh, <laughs> which, which is dope. Um, but that's what that's what you like. Like, yeah. every sport, you want to see that in. That's, I think that's why baseball is so good when you talk about the World Baseball Classic, where you can have an American team. You can have, you know, a team um, from Venezuela. And it's just different cultures. And I, when I was watching guys that were covering the World Baseball Classic down in Miami, that's what they were saying. Like, there were so many different stands and stuff outside of the ballpark catering to different cultures. And everybody was in there as one big melting pot. It's not to look at it and try to make it about some shit that it's not about. That's supposed to be a cool thing. It was like, hey – uh, somebody that grew up the way that Caitlin Clark grew up can make it on a big stage. Yeah. Someone who looks like and grew up the way Angel Angel Reese can can fucking do it. We had the girl who from LSU. Sorry, I forget her name. Her dad used, was a rapper uh, who had got killed, and now she raps, and now she on that stage. Mm-hmm. Like that's 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 what it's supposed to all all be about. Mm-hmm. But I agree with Derek. Sometimes. You know, social media and people on social media, they expose themselves and what's on their mind. When and it gets I away love... from actual basketball, it's when it's gone too far. Dude said, oh, I don't even want to give dude credit, but I, there was a viral tweet, and I, and he put underneath it, I don't even watch basketball. I don't even watch none of these sports. And then he said, come listen to my podcast where I addressed it as a whole. Man, fuck you. Yeah. We're not about to listen to your podcast. You're not about to use this lame ass <laughs> point of view to get people to come listen I don't to your show. I know who y'all talking about. I wish I did. But yeah. Derek put it in the chat. Yeah, we, we put yeah, it in the chat. But yeah, man. He was talking on some shit he knew nothing about and then I, apologized. I yeah. do agree when they get away from basketball, it kind of can, can get weird. But I like the, the, the race conversations to a certain extent because people is out here crazy. And I, I, don't, I don't have no uh, fear of having a conversation because I know I'm not racist. It'd be the people who. Not saying you, but it'd be certain <laughs> people that can't have certain conversations because they want to expose their hands. But that was the weirdest shit ever. That that and the girls themselves, the women themselves participating is asking all of us to allow them to be competitive because they feel like it's lame and it's another double standard that the the boys can shoot threes and do the three to their head or say you can't guard me and it's all like it's swag. But when the girls do it, it's classless or. Be a lady. They don't. They don't want to hear that shit either. So mm-hmm. I love. Um, I love that. Yeah, me too. I, I think Caitlin Clark's response was basically that too. Like yeah. we're we're competitors. I'm, 
I did the thing to the girl at uh, uh, South Carolina. This, this is what we do. And, and I love that. I love that Reese was like, I'm standing up for my sisters at South Carolina. And before the game, and after LSU did nothing but show Caitlin Clark love. Yeah. Because that's you can't you when you have a dog like that. It's just great for the sport, and I think you got to recognize it, even if it's on the other team. Yeah, yeah. Um, I so. love that in sports. I felt like baseball for a long time was trying to hold that back. We we want to see bad flips. I want to see <laughs> a, 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 a pitcher yeah. strike Jazz Chisholm out and do a Euro step because that's what he going to do when he hit a home run. That's what mm-hmm. you want to see is passion. You Nobody spend their whole life working to, into a sport to get to these moments and these levels on these stages to be a robot. That's why I hate when the refs call text for, like, players. Like, if they dunk on somebody and they celebrate a little bit, and then the refs like, tech. I'm just yeah. like that. Just kills the whole vibe, the whole moment, the yeah. the stuff that made this sport so special. You just kind of take it away sometimes. Maybe that ref should go hoop because there's no way in hell in his right mind you dunk on a motherfucker. You say, so there's a, unless there's you a, Kawhi Leonard. There's a decent <laughs> amount of refs in the NBA right now with experience of like high level basketball play, and I remember seeing somebody like put it on, like okay, so the former players call text less. Than the play, than the the referees that have no professional basketball experience, and that makes sense. That I makes mean, sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. If you put me in a referee situation, I'm probably not going to call many texts because you definitely got professional basketball experience. Not that I have <laughs> professional basketball experience, but I understand the you the, play basketball, the, the emotion of the game. I'm sure, I'm sure the referees have played which, high school which, ball. Which, which yeah, yeah, I'm sure too. Which I you played go, high school ball the same level, Derek. What's had. your limit for? We dishes? both play. We both made sophomores. Uh, didn't we? What's your limit for? Oh, made, okay, okay, made. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Fuck. Duncan and all that. What's your level for when Draymond tell you that stupid ass call? You don't know shit. That's fine. As long as he ain't calling like, me a oh. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt they really call the refs out of their name now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably feel like they have slipped up sometimes. They definitely have. You think he, you think he says, what type of call was that? You. I don't think they go that far, but they definitely like they be definitely having a lot of like vulgar ass language probably. Or like getting all up in my face, like using hands and shit. Like, no. Well, this he year, passionate. he in the moment. <laughs> this year, if you clap at the refs at all, it's a technical foul. And under any circumstance, if you get me, if you do one of these, this is, it's been a tech all year long. Mm-hmm. Is that a tech for Derek Miller? No. What about like, because they be doing uh, the text for, they don't even do ejections for throwing the ball at the ref, but it don't even be thrown sometimes. They'll kind of like, Trey Young got ejected a couple yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, same thing as Trey Young. It's just not even like throwing. It's just like Kaylin Clark got a technical got foul a tech for, it, yeah. for, for pushing the ball. Mm-hmm. It's kind of th- you protect the orange, just is what they saying. <laughs> um, I guess it kind of depends on how you throw it at me. If it would be considered a tech. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, let's let's start talking about what some, if they throw it back. What you mean throw it back? That's what happened with. Uh, <laughs> oh my who god! Who was it, bro? When LeBron was watching that shit go down. Cause I think it was Russell and maybe like Jaden McDaniels. They throwing kept throwing the ball. the ball. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that shit was funny. We got one week left for the NBA season. Some teams have three games. Some teams have four. There's a few that have five. Which again is crazy to really say that we basically at the end point. Uh, Mike gave a great idea of putting our favorite and best moments of the season. We'll get down there after Happened we get to so some fast, news. man. Just right? a week ago like we was ranking shooting guards. I thought a week ago we was just on the um the road trip mm-hmm. yeah. to open yeah. day. Like it don't feel like this is six months later. Um, but I want to do a quick preview of I'm what... I'm glad we're here, though. No complaints. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, it's regular season. <laughs> <laughs> I made a video saying that we just watched 82 games for no reason. Um, other than the fact that we like the game. But, like, none of it is going to matter too much once we come playoff time. Uh, because the seedings don't matter at the end of the day. It, I don't think it would. Um, playing. In the Eastern Conference, we're pretty sure that the Miami Heat are at seven. The two games above all the other teams... 
Um, and as of right now, according to PlayoffStatus.com, the Miami Heat have a 93% chance of keeping that seven seed. Cool. That's set in stone. Now, who they're going to be going against in that first playing game is still up in the air because we do have the Atlanta Hawks and the Toronto Raptors with the exact same record. Chicago Bulls. And then Bulls the Bulls are, one, are, are one game behind them. And the Bulls play against the Hawks tonight, which has huge implications uh, because the winner of that obviously takes a little bit of ground if it's the Bulls. And if the, the Hawks win it, then they put enough cushion between them to know that they're going to be numbers. So it's a lot of implications right now. I'm asking y'all, if the Miami Heat are number seven, which of the other three would you want to see them go against in the 7-8 matchup? The Atlanta, Hawks. Toronto, Chicago. The Hawks. I feel like that for them would be the easiest matchup for them to lock in. And like, so I feel you're, like they you're do saying a good from job. a Miami Heat fan yeah, perspective. Yeah, from a Miami Heat perspective, I feel like they have the personnel and they do a good job with Trey Young whenever they do play them. What about from a fan perspective? Like, What would be the best matchup, matchup oh, for you? For fun, mm-hmm. for excitement, the Raptors. Mm. I honestly want to see the Bulls. I want to see the Bulls play them. Right, I like that. I like that too, Mike. I think it would be cool to see Jimmy going against the Bulls, and then also the Bulls are playing some of their best basketballs of late. So I, I would go with them. I like their defense. Uh, they do a really good job of causing turnovers and getting transition. And Zach Levine has been really turning it up. So them in the playoffs would be, I think, the the best move or best from like a fan perspective. Yeah, what the Bulls did to Memphis the other night was ridiculous. Down by twenty to one. Yeah, that was. That was some crazy basketball to witness. They were just taking the ball from them. Mm-hmm. It was just like two, a high school team versus a college team. It was crazy. I was waiting for the admin of the Bulls to tweet, it's a parade inside my city after the win. Oh, my God. It yeah. didn't happen. That should have happened. The, the, the only thing is we're still sub-500, so it would be weird to say <laughs> that against the Grizzlies, uh, who are basically the two C locked in. Like, this game don't matter to them, but for us, it's like our Super Bowl. Uh, okay, okay. Out west, obviously, the cha- the odds and stuff are still up in the air. We know for sure that the Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, and Suns, they pretty much locked up one through four. I guess there is a little bit of wiggle room that the Sacramento Kings can't take number two, but it's like an 11% chance. We don't look at that. But after that, everything is still up in the air. So according to this place, the Clippers have a 43% chance of keeping five, a 21% chance of going six, an 18% chance of going seven, a 13%. Like, it, there, there's a world where they can get up all the way in ninth, depending on how this week goes, which makes it kind of weird to talk about because it's not a lot to talk about. But we can talk about your favorite team because they're doing some things, and they have a 20% chance of getting all the way up to number five, Uh-oh. which would be a huge turn of events based on how the first – three and a half months of the season went. Yeah, I mean, we were just basically struggling to, or we, our goal was to try to get into that playing spot, but to be able to get to the fifth is amazing for the Lakers because the Lakers just seem like that team that you don't want to face in seven, but on a one-game type of standpoint, you could you could catch them on an off game. But when you go higher, do you think you want to go to that 4-5 matchup? Because 4-5, see Kevin Durant and them, and they're, they're 6-0 and with KD. That's some heat for y'all, eh? KD yeah. is 19-1 and in his last 20 games that he's played. Yeah. 19-1. and I think for uh, a playoff run-wise, it's wiser to stay low. But it, it does make sense to get locked in safely. But it is. I think that right. their goal should be 6. Do not go 5. They fate. Go 6. It's inevitable. Of getting the ass bounced in the first round, regardless. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say we are gonna have a, a hard ass first round anyway. You know, I, would love I mean, to see Kevin Durant obviously yeah. be the worst case scenario, but it's gonna be tough. It's not I think like, against Memphis and if the y'all Nuggets, did, yeah, Sacramento, those areas, there's wiggle room. There's a chance when you get into that KD. Uh, nah, I don't think so. Ain't no chance. Yeah, I ain't no. I don't. No think chance. So. 
It's very slim. I just don't I, see it. I think they've been playing really, really good ball recently. They did, but I guess the book, the book. Not saying no 80s. chances. I think it's wild when you have Kevin Durant, LeBron no. James and Anthony Davis. Okay, sure, they have a chance because yeah, it's slim. But against those other three, what? Well, what? How slim we talk? A hundred percent scale? Is it ninety ten or is it twenty? What have the Lakers done for me to give them any respect? Come on they now. T- they literally turned their season around. They look from a team that Whoop was going to be the bottom feeder. Congratulations. Team. I just think that if That's we, what they did. They but I mean, that's, not, that's not nothing for me to respect them against the top echelon teams in the West, though. They're literally one of the top defenses in the league, and they finna have... Basically, have LeBron James and finna have a basically a healthy Anthony so Davis. You, so now you tell me the scale. Playoffs. You tell me the scale. I can't believe I'm sided with Mike on a Lakers conversation. I'm not. I, I, I say it, it against the Suns. If it's, it's against the Suns, I'll probably say like 60-40. Oh, I wouldn't say it's that much. I'd say it's more. If they, make, the Suns, if they like make the Suns, let's make a thousand dollar bet. No. Okay. <laughs> That's rent numbers. That's a lot of money. That ain't shit to me, KB. A thousand dollars, a lot of money to put on. Not shit to nobody up here. We, we cut, let's cut the shit. A thousand dollars is a lot of money, objectively, whether you're a millionaire or not. It's 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 a lot of money, especially you got bills. All right, I could be using that shit for bills. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's that's like you rent money. A, I just was at your house and you have four TVs. That I need right. a place to put them four <laughs> TVs, don't I? That that alone is over a thousand dollars. So don't talk to me about bills. Like you sit somewhere. Uh, them TVs I got over time. I ain't just go to the store and buy all that furniture. And it's not like he got Sony's. He got them. Yeah, you're, them you're, you're right. Is, you're right. If it's he's any, about you, yeah. If, right. if it's anybody up, talk, if, if it's anybody up, if it's anybody up here who don't have a thousand. Yeah, I don't. Not saying I don't have. But I'm, I'm, I'm not. Th- I'm not gonna just throw I'm it just away. saying if you really believe it's a thousand dollar bet. I'm not. What we betting fifty for? Fuck fifty. That don't do shit. I don't even feel my I know, tank. no, I'm, I'm there This with is such you. a hypothetical bet because I'm the chances of them getting that five seed is like 20%. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's going to go to the Clippers, but still. Uh, I'm just I'm just I saying. Get, I, but I think I low-key am side. I would still pick the Suns to win the series, for sure. Um, but I, I, I legitimately think that the Lakers have done enough since the trade deadline when they have been healthy to show me that that team has a chance to do – to get to the fi- conference so finals, but e- e- for you? Even, even it's, it's probably what, more like what the Lakers don't what six, don't 65, the Lakers have that really takes away from them from your eyes. They haven't put nothing together consistent consistently for me. Post All Star break, they've been pretty damn good. Since I mean, they they've, made done, those they've done what they needed to do, but they haven't been no elite team in my opinion. For what the Lakers have always strived had, to be and had, what the hopes to they be, had maybe they have a couple losses. They they like you look back and like, man, they should have be, won that because that's been the Lakers this entire route. We the can, sample size on both sides is small as hell. It is. So like, but I rather the have, the, have six games. I rather have a small sample size with Kevin Durant than having a small sample size with D'Angelo Russell. Even though the Lakers are a better team. And it fits better. I agree. I like Jerry Vanderbilt. I like Malik Beasley and D'Angelo Russell, the way Austin Reeves has been playing. There's a lot of things pointing up for the Lakers. But is that enough for me to really be sitting here talk, acting like there's a, oh, man, should I take the Suns? No, that's all I'm saying. In, in, the, in, in, in a, let me think. In a literal way, yes, the Lakers do have a chance. I'm sorry. They have a chance, for sure. They have a chance against anybody. Every team in, this, in in the playoffs is going to have a chance against each other. But at the end of the day, I'm not thinking twice by picking the Suns. Is what my point is. I'm not hesitating to pick the Suns. And if, is there anybody up here that would hesitate to pick the Suns in a seven-game series against the Lakers based off what you know? No. Because for so long, I've been with everybody else projecting for the Lakers. 
it's at this point, I have to start taking teams for what they are. Yes, every team has had some circumstances and some things that don't go their way, injuries, missing a player, some tough stretches. I get it. But that name a team that hasn't gone through it. So I have to take everything in consideration as far as what they've given me. And that's and, and that's what I'm doing with the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's more so matchup-wise. Also, for like matchup-wise, they match up with the other teams way better than with the Phoenix Suns. But if y'all can go in there yeah. and beat the Suns, I'm going to be four. I want to see an upset. I'm gonna be four. If y'all can, if y'all can be seven and get in there and play two the Grizzlies or the Nuggets, and y'all can knock them out, I'm gonna be for it. I'm gonna root for it because I want to see upsets. I'm just going off yeah, my no, logic. I, I don't even think it, I think it would be an upset in a literal sense, but I think that like Vegas would have the Lakers as the favorite against Memphis? the Kings, and I think against Memphis. What about the Nuggets? No, I don't think they'd be the they no in Vegas odds they might be the favorite. Yeah, I think they might be the favorite because Vegas is based on some some shit. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but it's it's just such a recipe to beat us. Like with the turn, the turnovers are gonna kill us in the playoffs. If we don't take care of the ball, the ball, we're gonna be out in the first round. Like it's gonna be quick. I think LeBron will take care of that. He'll be better with that. Well, we talk about first round. You got to get there. Still in the playing at the moment with a couple games left for the season. Hey, we get to see if LeBron still got that extra gear when it come playoff time too. Well, let's hope. Do you have any doubt in your mind? Uh no, I mean not. We're not gonna see two two thousand twelve. Yeah, I, I don't expect the man to be locking up on defense doing that type of shit. But he still goes out there and gets thirty like it's really nothing. So luckily for y'all, I think y'all played the Jazz twice. So I got, I got the exact thing. The Jazz got, today, right? The Jazz today. You got the and Jazz like, twice. You got the Clippers and then the Suns. Now, now looking at the teams don't matter because some of these teams are gonna have their spot locked yeah. up and they might Suns. decide not to play. Like the Suns might decide not to play because we have four. There's no reason to run Kevin out there. Um, and you might see that across the league in a lot of Larry circumstances. Larry Markin, I don't. I think he was questionable for tomorrow. So like players like him, like, even if like that would give them some type of chance. Is he questionable today? Oh yeah, yeah, questionable today. I mean, I was talking about yesterday. He said he was questionable tomorrow mm-hmm. when they were doing the the injury reports. So I don't. I don't know. I, this last week of the season is supposed to be like this big. Oh man, they fight it for spots. But a lot of these games gonna be like. Oh, the Bulls going against yeah. who's our last game of the season? I forget against Dallas, and Dallas might be shutting down Luca and Kyrie anyway. So it's not, you know what I'm saying? How are y'all looking at these teams? Are y'all projecting? Are y'all taking what y'all have seen? Are y'all accepting the reality? Are y'all looking at the Warriors and steady saying, "Hey, they won a championship last year, so I got, I gotta give them some extra leeway." I think it's a combination of all of those things. Yeah. Uh, if, if we talk in Warriors specific, now that we know that Wiggins is going to be coming back very soon, which is news that came out, which is dope. Um, and we f- we have the reason why he did not play, and it wasn't that jackass thing that somebody started that rumor, but because his father was sick. So I don't know how that resolved itself, but um, if things are still going good, Wiggs, I hope you know what I'm saying? I hope that everything's good and you got to spend that right time with your fam. Um, but I think it's a combination, for the Warriors at least, of looking at what they've done now and say, hey, and my husband been ass on the road. They just lost to the Denver Nuggets without Nikola Jokic on the road at Ball Arena. You Sunday, right? Yeah, you can't look yeah. past that. But also recognizing how crucial Wiggins was for them last season as the second best player and how he impacts with his catch and shoot, his ability to cut, and his overall defense where they don't really have to rely on a young Jonathan Kaminga to start games against a team like the Suns because now the Kevin Durant assignment is now given to Wiggins, who was one of the better perimeter defenders in basketball last season. Yeah, for me, I, I like to look at matchups and also projecting and knowing what a team has done and what they can do. Some teams typically are just better playoff performers than they are in a regular season, and uh, we've seen that. With How the drastic! I think the Warriors in the playoffs—they sometimes look like a they they could be good in the regular season, but then they just look like a different team in the playoffs. Have you ever um, seen them be this this, this bad on the road? No. 
But no also, team has been this poor on the road and, yeah. and won a championship. No, that is also true. But also, when it comes to the playoffs, you only you only got to win one. They only but need you, one road game. I feel you, and but you also have to win every home game yeah, too. And I feel like that's a team that can win every fucking home game. So you think they have? So they have to win sixteen games to win a championship. Yeah. You, th- I'm not saying that they're going every to instance. They're never going to be yeah. a home favorite. So they they're they're winning a role game Unless every series. They upset if they are at six and they upset the three and then the seven also upsets the two. True. Then you have home court advantage. But if it yeah. works out the way we would we would think uh, yeah. where it usually goes, every matchup, including the finals, I they're can't, probably I can't the expect anybody seed. to be perfect under any circumstance. Mm-hmm. As good as they are, I just can't. And I understand that like you just watching the Warriors, they do be having them glimpses where you'd be like just the vintage Warriors. Especially like, the third quarter. Ooh. Yeah, and it's just, but it's just, yeah, I, I understand what the other guys are saying too. They just don't hit the same. But I don't, personally, for me, and like just as watching the Warriors over years, they have like, they embody that heart of a champion. So I don't really underestimate that too when it comes to that playoff type stuff. And they, they they're a team too. I can, ex- I can say their experience and what they do and like how they run their team and all that type of stuff. I think that's they have the advantage in those type of areas. I just, and I think Wiggins being back will help them significantly. How the good are they on the road? I mean on at home. How good are they at home? Mm-hmm. I can find out for y'all. I, I know the I know the answer. But Aren't like they like the third best home team or something like that. Exactly. They're the third best home team in the Western Conference. You know who the top two are? The Probably top two teams in the, the Nuggets. Say nuggets. The, the Nuggets and the Grizzlies. The Kings aren't better at home? Mm-mm. The the Kings have the best road record in the Western Conference. Um, and I'm asking you this because we're asking Nuggets them. Nuggets got an advantage. <laughs> we're asking them to go perfect at home, which you say you think they could. Do you say the same thing about the Nuggets, who have been the best home team in basketball? They have six losses at home all season. And one of them was when Jokic didn't even play. So when Jokic has been healthy, they've been the best home team. Do we give them the same benefit of the doubt at home as we're giving the Warriors? Do you yeah. say the same thing about the Memphis Grizzlies at home than we do the Warriors? And if they match up against each other and we think that the Denver Nuggets are the best home team and they going to go perfect home, how can you expect the Warriors to take one of the road when they the worst road, t- worst well, road team? Well, one thing the Warriors have shown that they have the recipe. They've shown that they could consistently beat the Nuggets. They, I, I, I don't know. I, I just know. I look at this team. They just lost to the Nuggets. And say that this is not the, <laughs> this is not the same team. Without Jokic, their recipe is usually exploiting Jokic's So you're saying that for the Nuggets to win, they got to play DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan 40 no, minutes. I'm just saying. They've shown that they can somehow expose Jokic's slow footing on the defensive and side I'm just, of the ball. I'm just playing devil's advocate here because yeah. I, I think there is a double standard with the Warriors, which makes sense. They've been a dynasty. For the, as long as we've been doing this podcast, the Warriors have been great. They had that one year where we didn't talk about them a whole season. But they've been great. But I, I look at this roster and I'm like, man, it just ain't the same. And maybe a f- two get one game of Wiggins I was when he's say, back in the lineup Wiggins, can change my mind, but I just don't know. When they had answer, Wiggins, they were still crazy. dealing with this stuff. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. It ain't like they was the best team out west when Wiggins was playing, mm-hmm. and he left, and they just fell apart. That that's that's one of my things. I understand yeah, the their turnaround kind of happened when Wiggins was gone. I, I Not understand. to say he was an issue. No, but I also feel like a big part of their turnaround too is that Clay Thompson Got started acting Mojo. like Clay yeah. Thompson. Yeah. Which I think can help with Wiggins coming back because it's just like now Jordan Poole is really back to like his, his like six man role and all that. It's just it puts everything kind of back in order rotational wise. Yeah, to I me do. With Wiggins back. Yeah, I do like the idea of Jordan Poole significantly going back to being like that six man that's going to play ran a few spurts and then just be given the keys to the offense. What do you think? Uh, he has played on this season thirty seven games. We're talking about Wiggins. What is their record with Wiggins this year? 
Um, they were pretty bad at the beginning games, of the season. I'd probably say. Thirty-seven, fifteen, and okay. Just give me how many wins out of thirty-seven. You ain't got to do the actual math. Fifteen. This is bad. Sixteen. Podcast. They're they're eighteen and nineteen. And again, Wiggins does play a huge part in all of this, but it's not like they was beating down the doors of every team. Wiggs was in the lineup. Yeah, they, but they just went, got off to a terrible start. To, to, and like, they it, to get them some room very though. consistently been. That's that way, a though. tough start. They got to a terrible start. <laughs> what is what is their record right now? They are like two games, three games five. over five. Yeah. So, like, I just, I don't, I don't know. The, the Warriors are wanted a piece of mind. Well, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I'm actually watching them play and say, why am I giving them the benefit of the doubt other than the fact that they're the Warriors? When if we, this same, I'm sorry. Not, you're good, you're good. If this same roster, the same exact roster didn't have a W on their jersey, but instead was a Lakers jersey or instead was a Houston Rockets jersey, we'd be having the same conversation? No. Probably not. No. But since it is the Warriors, we're saying they can do it. And, 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 and part of me still believes that. But most of me is like, the, the the window right now for this season is is closed. Strawberries jam, but my clock don't. <laughs> Something about that trio, man. Something about that trio of Steph, Clay, and Dre. You just think they could they could make something happen. So if they don't do it this year, do you not give them like okay? Yeah. Don't at do that this point, year. At the, that the point, the back yet. next year. See, I'm no, not I'm not full no. on in it to where it's just like I'm expecting them to. It's just if it happens, I it just wouldn't be the most shocking thing to me. It would shock me. If they still did it? It would shock me. How bad they've been on the road. The fact that this team has not been anything like the past championship teams that we've seen from them, it would shock me. I it think won't it's sho- improbable. It won't shock me because because uh because of the three. It is it's gonna shock me because of the circle. This hasn't been a good team. I understand what you're saying, and they are to be respected for sure. I'm not saying you go in a series and you don't prepare for them like they ain't nobody or you don't think that they could win a game here and there, but it w- it would shock me. It would shock me. It they, would shock me too. When you look at bat, when you take everything away, like KB said, forget that you're talking about the it's the three. Fuck all of that. Fuck what they did historically. If you just look at for what they are in this year and this moment, you would not feel this way if it was anybody else because you're just looking at the basketball part of it. There are some things that you like. I agree. When they roll in and they like, them motherfuckers be like, damn, here come the Warriors. But then uh, the very next night, they it'll be like, the all over three times what in the, the last fuck is minute. this? And Draymond mm-hmm. Green turns it over because he don't want to get fouled and it leads to a Kyle Anderson who gives it up to Carnthony Towns for a wide oh. open three. <laughs> it happens. Um, and it's just. And I say that at the very beginning, before a lot of this, in the early struggles, it was a little different for me because it just don't have the same feel. We talking about Jermichael Green and not Otto Porter, not Sean Livingston, not Mo Spates. They have they usually have a different presence coming off of that bench. And I do like Dante DiVincenzo. I do like Jordan Poole. Obviously, Kaminga has his upside, but it's not the same as some of those veteran guys that they were able to lean on throughout certain stretches. They have all of the chances and the opportunity coming up to prove me and anybody else wrong that are doubters. And and like I said, it's the Warriors. I have respect for them. I have love for them. And I have admiration for them. So if they put me in a situation to eat my words, I'll gladly do I so. I like an sure. ex-girlfriend. I'll glad, I'll gladly, I don't have no admiration for X. <laughs> but I'll gladly, I'll glad, if I had admiration for X, I'd be with them. You got a point. <laughs> um... I got love and respect though, but admiration. There you go. Like if you, flip flop, if you switch, switch them, then it sounds like you talking about it. True, but I'm I see sure. what you're saying. I'm on the same same uh, timing as you though. 
um, last year I thought was an improbable championship run. You know what I'm saying? And, and they did it. Um, so if they did it again, I think I would be surprised, but not at the same time. But That's again, just enough. looking at the body of work this season, I'm like, there's four teams out west that I'm taking over to make a finals run over them. It's the same thing with LeBron. It's like LeBron James is LeBron James, but when do I start looking at the circumstances of him and his team and not and taking away the fact that he's one of the greatest talents I've ever seen touch a basketball? Because if I keep telling myself that, then I'll just keep having the same type of situations. Like we went, we did that when uh, when they were playing against the Suns, when the Suns were in a championship run and they matched up with the Lakers. It's like, but I felt like a lot of us leaned on the Lakers just because it's LeBron, Anthony Davis, and it's these guys. LeBron ain't finna lose in the first round, ain't in no way. And I understand Anthony Davis got hurt, but it's just like that was a constant theme throughout the entire season where it's like, man, if Anthony Davis has any tweak, this shit is over. And I think that's forever going to be their situation unless they just come with this most powerful five lineup that we've ever seen. <laughs> it's always going to weigh on Anthony Davis being able to sustain himself of being available. And, um, yeah, you got you to gotta look at that. So it's the same thing when they start matching up in the finals. It's like you can't just pick LeBron because it's LeBron. The Warriors can are showing that they can beat LeBron. LeBron is beatable in the finals. And I think it's the same thing with the Warriors. So, uh, And it's also for the other teams. I feel like we have this kind of tone with the higher seeds, like the Nuggets, like even the Kings. The Grizzlies got a lot going on. But it's like they kind of should get the respect because all year long they've been doing their thing. And I understand some of them, because I was that way with the Suns, where it's like, I know the Suns are the best team, but they ain't a contender to me. And I'm not saying every team could be a contender. But, like, I'm looking at the Nuggets like, yo, Nuggets, I respect the Nuggets. No, I, mm. I respect the Nuggets, too. I think the Nuggets will crush a lot of motherfuckers. I don't feel that way about the Grizzlies, because I don't think the Grizzlies yeah. have what the Nuggets have. But, man. I think they need Steven Adams more. I was gonna add, where the hell has he been at, bro? He's been going for. He's just, very and I thought time. they, I thought it was weeks ago when they said they were gonna reevaluate him to bring him back. But that's what reevaluating is. We reevaluate yeah. you to see. Are how, you not healing the same way we thought you could? You back? Usually, when that you know, be whatever. happening, you know, they be having that time timetable or whatever. But there's some series I think the Grizzlies are gonna do well without Stephen Adams. But their other one, like if they match up against the Lakers, needing Stephen Adams is gonna be crucial because Jaron might foul out in 12 minutes. You know. That's, the Lakers yeah. draw a shit ton of fouls, and Jaron fouls a ton. You know that is um, one thing that just hinders him from just being like. I'm thinking about awards because I think yeah. the next episode we do is our awards show episode, and right. I'm and like obviously Jaron is a candidate for DPOI, and I'm thinking like comparing him to like Brooke Lopez, who's also on my list of people that I'm considering. Brooke Lopez played a ton of a lot more minutes than Jaron Jackson Jr. Part of that was because Jaron missed a portion of the season start of the year, but also part of that is because Jaron doesn't play more than what? I think I've read 27 minutes per or something like that. Be, and most of that is because foul trouble. he can't stay on the floor as much. And, and he has got better throughout the course of his career, but it's, it still ain't like he elite at using his body and his size the right why, way. So. That's, yeah, that's why Steven Adams be so important because you just make up for that first initial like mistake. But at the same time, when it comes to him being on the court, there's no team better at defense. <laughs> like, it's not even cl- like not even close. So I might be willing to say, forget the fact that he fouled a little time, because when he is there for those 28 minutes, they're the best damn defense in basketball. And when he's not there, they struggle a ton. So we'll see. That's, a, that's, that's our a, next episode, the awards show. I still an if, Dawn, if that foul trouble don't happen. Yeah, and I gotta keep reminding myself this is a regular season award. I don't, I shouldn't be projecting if they go against the Lakers in my award, whatever. But yeah, 
Yeah, we saw it a lot last year in the playoffs. He just when it comes to playoff time, the game is just more physical. Do you know Steven Adams is breaking smart? records right now? Or he was breaking records? For what? As far as offensive rebound percentage, it was the highest in basketballs, like like since they tracked it. I don't think that goes back to like Will or Bill Russell and all of them, but like he was doing some crazy stuff on the offensive glass and they needed that type of stuff for them to stay afloat. One At least that's what I thought, but they've been great without him too. I one guess. of my favorite things in a basketball game, an offensive rebound. It's so deflating to the defense once you get it. Because mm-hmm. you force them to have to play defense for another What's Steven Adams' seconds. most crucial offensive rebound ever? Uh, the one to Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Off the free throw yeah. line yeah. and turn into a three. Yeah. I, I, Great I, moments, man. I love <laughs> a guy. Moments. My recipe is give me a guard who don't turn the ball over like a Tyus Jones. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. The Grizzlies He's led the league three out of the, uh, four out of the last five Assist seasons. Turnover Assist ratio. turnover ratio. Give me a guy who offensive rebounds. Oh, shit. He plays for the Grizzlies as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, get the shooters. Yeah, you definitely won't shoot him. Give me a dude that just get get under everybody's skin. Oh, that's damn. Gonna, I think I can do that's without gonna that. That's going to be that villain. Oh, damn. The Grizzlies have that face ass. But no, <laughs> I, I like no turnovers and I like offensive rebound. I like rebounding in general. If we can clean the glass on both sides, mm. it kind of control the game. I love a guy like a Jared Vanderbilt, a guy who can Me just, too. He, he does a lot of everything. He rebounds the ball great. He can offensive rebound, defensive rebound, plays good defense, and he doesn't really get in the way of anybody. And he like when he's not there, you notice he's not there. You said somebody that get under people's skin. Mm-hmm. Think about the last NBA champions; they all have somebody that get under people's skin. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Oh, the Raptors didn't have that. My my conversation gone. Unless you can see the Kyle Lowry flopping all the time, getting under people's skin. Who on the Suns can get under somebody's skin? Well, they didn't Chris win a Paul. championship. They didn't win a, well, yeah, that's what he Chris was Paul, doing. Yeah, for this year. <laughs> yeah, the Nuggets. Aaron Gordon is they nah they no, don't have it. They don't. Have I think it. everybody in their team is like like cool maybe as Bruce, hell. Brown? Bruce, Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. He could. Yeah, Bruce Brown. But not in the same way. Because I was thinking, I forgot about the Raptors championship. I was thinking like the Man, Warriors always have Draymond. It. Matthew Delvadova was pushing people and shit when they won <laughs> their championship. Uh, who who else? What's some more championships? Why I mean, it's it? only been a couple yeah. in, in our history as a podcast. It's been the worst. What about the Lakers when they won with Kobe and Kyle? Ron, oh, I thought was, I'm thinking Bubble Warriors. I mean, Bubble Lakers had Rondo. He won't get in about this game. Second year got to be Meta. Oh right, or Ron Artest. Yeah, maybe you do need Dylan Brooks. Maybe you do need Dylan Brooks. Wow, man, they, they go to Grizzlies. All right, uh, do we want to get to the next topic? Let's do it. Uh, the next topic. Is these these Mavericks? Oh no 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 no! I want to take a step back and talk about the CBA one more time, mm-hmm. uh, because it was starting to come out as we were doing our last episode. New things have come and, out. And new things have come out, and there's more conversation and, and understanding about things. So, last episode we talked about how you need a 65 game minimum to make an All NBA team to be MVP, yada yada yada. It's not black and white though. So hypothetically, if Giannis played 63 games, he can go to the offices and say, I didn't meet the criteria, but here's why. And maybe they'd be able to reinstate those two games, not on this basketball reference or whatever, but they might be able to look at him having 63 and making an exception. Oh, okay. So it's not just like, oh, man, uh, Damian Lillard didn't play 65, so we cannot make an All-NBA team. It's not like that. Well, it's more like, okay, why did he miss these games? And do we value resting, low management differently than we do like a genuine, genuine injury or whatever? And I think that makes it a little bit more confusing. Yeah. But it does open the doors a little bit more for players to not do the, um, what they keep saying, K- Casey Green or Casey Jones? 
whatever, where I check into a game for 10 seconds and then the I get Drew out Holiday. just to get the game, the Drew Holiday for that bonus, bonus that he got, that bonus. Um, so that was the first thing. Nothing like a bonus. Um, not I saw Julius Randle no got a 1.2. Not testing for weed. Not like testing for weed. You can go hoop. Say <laughs> last. Not testing for weed. About time. About time. Um, and some of the other ones were like big brain team building stuff about teams that are super expensive and how they can't trade a first round pick in five years in the future if you're over the tax and all of this stuff. They can't sign somebody on the buyout, yada, yada, yada. And um, Draymond Green had a very interesting argument. They said, hey, this is devaluing the players because the teams that have the money to sign these veteran dudes on the buyout don't want to. So a dude like Kevin Love might not get no contract at all because the Miami Heat want him, but they're over this threshold, and the teams that have the money to sign him not really interested. Yeah, like the bottom feeder teams ain't going to want to sign They don't want to spend money. Yeah, yeah you kind of eliminate the ability for, like, teams that are competing to sign their vets. So they, And, yeah, that kind of – no, I'm not really a fan of that one at all. And I hope that they find out what – because – they, they incorporated the salary floor a while ago. So, like, the teams like the Rockets that are super young team have to spend X amount of money anyway, and that's how you get to the point where Eric Gordon is still on the roster um, making $20 million. Um, and I wonder how they, you know, use that with this new CBA too. Uh, because I, I can agree with Draymond Green to an extent. We're like, the teams that don't want to spend are the bad teams, and they don't want to go get buyout candidates. They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. Uh, but also, Draymond Green has played for the most expensive team in history for a few years now. Um, so that's his only experience is being on the most expensive team in history. So uh, it is what it is. Hey, you got to spend money to win them rings. Yeah. You can't, it, who else is getting cheap, cheap rings? I don't I don't think that's happening. Facts. Uh, Ain't no cheap rings around here. Yeah. Tell that to Ben. Um, <laughs> the other the other things had to do with like <laughs> um, extension contracts and, and rookie scale contracts for second rounders are bigger now, which is cool. More stability for second round picks. Um, you said positionalist all NBA though. Posi- we didn't talk about that. I was on my way, motherfucker. I'm oh my bad. Before. He be so he thirsty. thirsty. Let he the host host. Every episode you do that one, that one time where it's just like oh, blah, blah, blah. uh to the to the smaller scale before we get to the positions all NBA. <laughs> um, the the designated rookie extension thing is gone. I don't know if y'all remember that, like, when Ben Simmons was up to get traded, a mm-hmm. team like the Miami Heat couldn't trade for him because they already had Bam Adebayo. Yeah. And if you had rookie-scale extensions, you only can have one on your roster. That is completely, completely gone. Aiden probably would be a net right now. Exactly. There are a lot of implications that if this would have been last year, teams would look dramatically different. But there's a team coming up that benefit a ton from this, and it's the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers already have Supermax Donovan Mitchell. They have Darius Garland on the max, and they also have Evan Mobley, who's going to get the max extension. Yes. And under the, the last rules, they wouldn't be able to pay him that money. Mm-hmm. And now they can. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's good for the Nets, too, because I always felt like Ben was kind of double-effing them by not being himself, that mm-hmm. we hope that he'd be able to get back to eventually. But it's also like, damn, you ain't being you. And also, we can't acquire somebody. <laughs> like, bam, out of bio. You know what I mean? So, um, DeAndre Aiden, they had a lot of different people that they was linked with with the Kevin Durant thing. So, yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, and then now we can get to the positionless All-NBA teams, um, which I I thought for sure that 90% of people was going to be down for. But I'm actually seeing a lot of people dislike the idea, and I wonder where y'all are on All-NBA teams being positionless starting next season, not, not for this one. Mm. I mean, I did like the concept of like building your like it's like a starting five, like it looks like a starting five type ish. Mm-hmm. But I do understand that some guys sometimes 
get kind of like snubbed because it is positionless and you'd be looking at like the end of it like why is this dude in here when this guy has been had a better season than him so it does allow more wiggle room for guys that probably are more deserving to get in there so if it's if it's bringing that aspect of the game then i'm all for it i'm split i kind of understand it but i kind of do like the position so everybody can get their love and they just do um because now i mean <laughs> You want the best players to get recognized for sure, but I think it also means something to be the top at your position. You know what I mean? If there is a powerful, and I know they've split it up to front court and all of that stuff. I think that they should do five positions personally. Um, but like, yeah, if there may be a big man or a wing that may get lost because there's a year with Dame, Steph, Garland, and Fox are just the boys. And it's just like, oh, man. And then the only other wing is Jason Tatum. So we got four guards and a wing. We don't mm-hmm. got no no type of real front court presence, no power forward or center or anything like that. And um, I think it, it it brings value to be able to be the best at your position or in your group of class now that they do front court, back court. I'll say your group. To be one of the best at your group I think is significant versus like, oh, you know, we took the top four guards because those guards was dominating. So, but I also get it at the same time where like you want the best players to be represented. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's value in having the best people at their group or their position. So I'm super old school. I would have it to where it's a point guard, shooting guard, or guard, and then there would be like a forward, and then it would be center. Four, four, yeah, center. Yeah, I, I'm more so in the middle because. I kind of feel you with the old school because now, like, I feel like we've been talking about this, especially with, like, All-Stars 2 just being, like, that positionless. But part of me kind of once said, like, I like the structure and the tradition of it just a little bit. Yeah. I just feel like the positionless is just, like, it could – it would be crazy if some shit happened where we have four guards or something like that. But it's just, like – If it does, it's 20 years in the future. We got so many good wings. Yeah, yeah. But I, it opens up to – maybe it ain't four guards, but maybe it's four wings. We have four that wings. type of luxury of – of position of players where it can it can happen like that. It may not be necessarily guards, but it's just one one position dominates more than they would have for sure. Yeah. And I mean, in that case, like, yeah, maybe I I, I am for just because like you say, the best players get it. Uh, I think it's gonna be kind of like interesting to see like players that do make it now since there's kind of I guess more opening and also less at the same time. It's just not like, hey, I only know like I'm one of the top wings, but I also know guards can come in and take my spot. Just people, the the way people kind of like lose out on money and also gain some money just from like all these all NBA selections and the contracts and stuff like that. That's that's the thing, though, Mike. That's why this is important for me. Like I'm, I'm like I said, I really like this idea. Um, is because it is rooted in contract shit, right? So players are kind of hold out of a potential max contract for missing max uh, all NBA spots. When in reality, some of these dudes are the top 15 players in the league, but now Rudy Gobert has to get a spot because he's a center. And we can all agree over the last four years when Rudy Gobert has made all NBA teams, three of them, he was not a top 15 player in basketball. Yeah. And, and when you have these contracts associated with each other, that's when things start to get iffy. Now, if we completely eliminate the contracts and the, the all NBA appearances, then, then I'm cool with keeping positions, but as long as it is like, if you don't make an All-NBA team, you can't make 200 to 50 ends for your family, and like, damn, I might get snubbed because fucking Rudy Gobert is the third best center in those years, but the gap between him and two is so large. There's <laughs> six guards and 12 forwards that can fit in that spot. But now it's not Well, they should anymore. loosen up some things then. 
Uh, you don't have to go full positionless because I don't think the game is positionless. I think that was a term that has been used too frequently. The game is not positionless. It's not. It, it really ain't. We have certain go- players who are more versatile to play. So now instead of one guy playing only solely one position, there's more guys who can play more positions, but it ain't positionless. I still put out a center out there. I still want a point guard. Teams are still looking for certain positions, and we're defining players by position. So it ain't positionless. We that is far in the future. You know, we we might start seeing a little bit more with these freaks of nature like uh, Wimby coming in. We got Matas in the next class, who's like a six ten guard. However you want to play him, he'll be able to fit Franz Wagner's and things like that. But we definitely don't play in a positionless game. That was a bit of an over-exaggeration that we put out there because guys, you know, a guy who played two can also play four. That's not positionless. That's just he's he's more versatile. But we still live by positions whether people want to accept that or not. If this were to get, like, introduced today, what is the first team All-NBA? It's Embiid, Jokic, Giannis. Yeah. And then what do we go out, Tatum? <laughs> And Luca, Luca Doncic, Luca's all NBA first team missing the playoffs. <laughs> He's uh. that good, man. He's that good. Who's had a better season, Luca or Dame? They both missing the playoffs. You know, I I had this conversation on Twitter the other day. Oh, for real? Like people were saying that Dame shouldn't be on first team. I was like, Dame, Dame Lillard's season has been ridiculous. He's yeah, been the he, best point guard he won't year. make first team because they suck. But like, he has been ridiculous. His best year. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if we gonna pick somebody that hasn't made the playoffs, I might pick Dame's season over Luca's season. So if we only want to do players, that would Devin Booker. I don't meet that six ninety close that six five games. Oh, true. Yeah, he missed like a month true. over a month. <laughs> yes, true. but we, that don't apply to next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know what that last spot is. No, yeah, that guard spot is. I feel like we know. We just ain't thinking hard enough. I'm. I'm looking. I'm looking. Anybody on the Bucks All NBA first team? No. Anybody on the Celtics other than Tatum? No. Anybody on the Seventy Six other than B? No. Donovan, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell? Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Jalen yeah. Brunson. Donovan Mitchell. Okay, I, I know y'all gonna say. Yeah. I knew my was gonna. Yeah. Yeah. It's like three guards. But three, we also three got guards like, for the first team. Is we also tough. got Ja as an as a possibility. Steph, Steph Curry. Curry is still a possibility. Um, Shea is a possibility. Shea, yeah. Shea. is it Shea? Shea? So that's our first team without positionless. And that that still doesn't look like an NBA team because the two centers are the two centers. Yeah. But like, kind of. You got a guard. You got two wings. Last time Giannis played fucking three. <laughs> uh, he bring the ball up the court all the time. When's the last time Tatum has played two? High school. That's a big ass lineup too. It's a big lineup. Because <laughs> Shea is like six six. Yep. That's crazy. I'm excited to see because I do believe we doing that, position lists for guys who don't even play those positions. That's like that's what I'm saying. I think that <laughs> it's gonna take some years before we we finally get like a. I think that most of the voters are still probably gonna do. Something that looks like a relative line. Like we, we're yeah. probably still going to get Embiid and Jokic on one of the teams. The real thing is you're going to get both of them on All NBA first team in a lot of cases because they're that dominant. But after that, you're going to get Giannis. These are All NBA first team perennial, perennial. You know what I'm trying to say? They're going to be there for dudes. like the next three years, exactly. three, four years. And Luca's going to be in that conversation too. Maybe not yeah. this year because they they suck. But like we know what that lineup looked like. It's more like to the third teams that it matters the most more than the first team. Yeah. Because is Anthony Davis on one of these teams? Do y'all think Anthony Davis is qualified or good enough to make an All-NBA He's team? definitely good enough. Is he qualified? You know what I'm looking for? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many games he's played. Let's see. Probably all defensive, though. You can just pick up straight up the best defenders. I like that, but then it devalues the guard a little bit too much for my liking. Because if you name the best defenders of basketball, you're going to name one guard, and it's Drew Holiday. 
but you're going to name Giannis, Brooke Lopez, Jaron Jackson Jr. Hell, you're going to get to Jaden McDaniel. Like, you're going to get there. Jones. Herb Jones. Before you get to the next guard. And it was Marcus Smart, but Marcus Smart is not even close to what he was last season. So he got us a war. He said he He said he out. <laughs> um, Anthony Davis played 52 games so far, so if he plays the rest, it'll be at, what, 55? Um, so he wouldn't really, you know, come – Come close to that sixty-five that they talk about. He gonna put in that's his, next uh, year. But that that rule doesn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah he gonna that's put in his, his his form. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I wonder if I wonder if the voters are gonna vote for AD for All NBA. I'm sure some people will. I mean, he's been ridiculous. Yeah, he's been great for more, for more than not. Um. So I hope he makes it, but if he doesn't, I completely understand. Do we talk about Luca and Kyrie potentially being shut down? I think we mentioned it. I think this is just sad turnaround to this Dallas Mavericks season. Mm-hmm. Like they. They were solid to begin the season, and then they started to struggle, so they swung for the fences to get Kyrie Irving. And to see them potentially now have to be in a situation where they're shutting them down is just kind of devastating because Luke is just so good. For the last few years, he's been in the playoffs. He's been a playoff lock regardless if he's on the team or not besides his rookie year. Like, And it just shows you how good the West has gotten, and it just shows you how bad that team is. Like, It's just not a competitive team. Mm-hmm. I think I, I, I like it. It's good for them because it, it's going to force them to have to really look in the mirror and make some tough decisions and, and really make a, a pivot versus last year where this team was kind of the same, but they got this heroic and this magical run that kind of blinded them. Um, kind of like the Hawks. You know, when the Hawks oh, made it to wow. the East Conference Finals, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah. But it's like, nah, you simmer down and it's time to actually make those moves that you should have been made, but you kind of felt the success – made you feel like you ain't have to address it. Like, oh, we can mm-hmm. maybe get away with, you know, the white pal. Yep. That's we can maybe crazy. get away with this. You know? That's kind of crazy to see that because they were traded for each other and they both just had the same realizations. Yeah. Yeah, they keep coming full circle. <laughs> he made it to the Eastern Conference Finals and he made it to the Western Conference Finals. I mean, I just, yeah, that's kind of crazy. The 3 through 15 is just hard. It's just I don't really – I don't they're, I don't trust them. And then also it's just it, – is this – feels like it was just a bad year for the Mavericks. And I and I feel like those happen to teams in the NBA. And, like, after those type of bad years, those usually line up for a bounce back. I think Mavericks do that. And, obviously, they had such a bad season. You know, it's going to be easier to beat the, the 11th seed or 12, whatever they end up at. Mm-hmm. But I think we can – next year we can see them as, like, oh, shit, they back at that top four seed. Like, I feel like that's the type of thing that's just going to happen for them. But what kind of offseason do they have to hire to make that happen? That's what's kind of, like, interesting because, like, mm-hmm. those, the supporting pieces. Well, Tankathon has them as the 10th highest odds right now. So if they don't move, let's just say they stay 10. If you're mm-hmm. the GM of the team, are you looking to draft that 10? Are you trying to use that I'm pick drafting. as leverage? I'm drafting. Yeah, you should draft I'm it. I'm drafting. Yeah. I'm drafting all the way. Okay. What do you mm-hmm. – What what's the Kai thing? Is it is it sign and trade? Is it like, oh, we – because the pairing of Luka and Kai – have looked okay when they're on the court together. Mm-hmm. As far as, like, offensively, offensive. Like, they've been able to coexist enough, at least until we get to the last two minutes of the game, where everything falls apart for the team. But with that much offensive firepower, is it worth sacrificing the rest, if that makes sense? I really think you have to prioritize defense in this offseason. Then. Like, that has to be your main piece, like, your main focus. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what they were doing when they w- reached their fullest potential. Yeah, Jason Kidd had them guys defending, and now a year turnaround, they're not defending, and this is the worst we've seen them in a while. In my memory, am I wrong? It's the worst they've been since Luca's been there, right? Yeah, yeah since yeah. his rookie year. Yeah, yeah. So Luka's been in the playoffs. I wouldn't be if I'm the Mavericks. I would, I would, I would try my best to get him back because, like, 
honestly, like you said, the offense is the offense is working. It's just it's still got its little like little hiccups in it, which is understandable because, like I said, you you put two kind of like ball dominant ball dominant talents together, you're gonna have to figure it out and like work it out, which is, may take longer than you know, probably like a couple months to kind of get it all going. But it's just like they just need to to trim the edges on their roster, like. Get some sign a big man, man. Stop having Dwight Powell like just be. Well, you can't do that if you keep a Kyrie. Also, they uh, Luca missed the playoffs his first year in, in the NBA. Yeah. If you use if you keep a Kyrie, Kyrie's not signing for he's not taking less money to stand out. But were they this bad his rookie year? Uh, I think they won thirty three games. Oh, then okay. So, yeah, so they were this bad. Um, they don't need crazy player. They yeah thirty three. They just need to sign some players to find out their edges, but I, just, I, I could also see this. It's so easy to like because <laughs> once you sign Kyrie, all that money. There's gone. no money. There's no money to do that. Christian Wood has to go too, right? I'd be. Can they? I'd bring, be willing to let go. Of they would be Wood. able to bring both of them back, but is it the smart thing to do? I, I wouldn't bring think. Christian Wood back. I would be. I would be open. So to now you're just Kyrie losing back. that slot completely. You say sign like some people, yeah. and basically you're saying Avery Bradley. You want a chance to come back to the league on the minimum. Like that's what you're dealing with if you bring they, back Kyrie. They gonna bring back. Oh, Kyrie is exactly the same. I'm more so for Christian Wood to be the one that gets that short end of the stick because the way they even use him, it's just like y'all are not even in the full value of Christian Wood. So why would what why if the would, value of Christian Wood is not as high as some of us thought? Well, also when you play Christian Wood with Kyrie and Luca, that's just a recipe to just get torched. It is. <laughs> it is because honestly, if he's not having that big spark off the bench or just having like crazy shooting nights, it's just like. He's another option, I guess. To I'm kick willing it out to. I'm willing to test shit. I, there's nothing that makes them have to bring anybody back. Yeah. Because honestly, I will. If you do sign and trade Kyrie, you're gonna back some quality role players. At least mm-hmm. I would hope so. Yeah. The idea is cool, but I mean, you you in a tough reality, so yeah. you gotta gotta work your move. And I think ultimately it matters, it matters where that pick is. How high can my pick be? Not I'm not not saying that we want Wimby, but it's just oh, wait, a, wait. yes you do you want yeah Wimby. but that's a pipe dream <laughs> yeah it's like is this are, are are you at nine are you at eleven if they gave Luca Wimby that was well you, no so they either they, have ten or top four or eleven or twelve so anything in between goes to no 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 what I'm saying is that if you're gonna jump up you can only jump up to top four you can't jump up one more so where are they at they're ten oh okay but they can fall. Some of these teams. If the Mavericks you know. can get the tenth pick, I like it for them. Obviously, you saying they can fall back, right? So they yep. can go back to twelve. Mm-hmm. If they can get ten, I like it. Like, I'm gonna do a mock lottery right that would now. Be where, I think that would be where it started. Yeah, uh, mock lottery had them stay at ten. So I'm going into the year. I'm knowing I have Luka Doncic. Boom! I hit the lottery right there. I'm still. I'm still fucking uh, pop locking because I got that. Yep. I know I have Josh Green. I have Jaden Hardy. I have guys who understand what we do here, but they probably can't be frontline battle people, mm-hmm. my frontline soldiers. Right. Dwight Powell, I respect. I appreciate he's done his thing as a Maverick, but he can't be my frontline. Exactly. He has to be a guy who might not play play some games, and he might. <laughs> but for him to be my starting guy, I'm, 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 it's, it's ugly. Mm-hmm. Same with Maxi Cleaver. Maxi Cleaver can maybe start some games, but we probably like him coming off the bench. So I'm thinking 
I now have to get somebody who can work with Luca and also be a defender at 10. That's tough. Because you had to remember. Yeah, it's also a rookie. Yeah, I was going to say this. It's hard to put that all on a rookie. Um, It's really hard to rebuild when you're also trying to compete. This is, I don't know. They're in a weird. It's it's, 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 it's some rookies who be getting that shit done. Mm -hmm. I understand you don't want to put too much on them, but. You're not you're not winning the championship next year, regardless. Yeah. Also, for for the Mavericks too. What if you get Jordan Hawkins from UConn? I'm not really stuck on the fact that plays I think it out the ball. Jason Kidd is their like their coach too. Y'all I think, think Kidd is on the hot seat? Absolutely. He's As not coaching the team next season if they don't make the playoffs, which is what they're basically saying. I was gonna say I, I didn't. I feel like they would let him kind of get that restart to next season if it doesn't go wrong within or doesn't go right within the next. 10 games, 10, 15 games, they let his ass go. Y'all know how this goes, man. You underperform, you fired. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> you underperform, you fired. Yeah, especially if they trade everything. They trade for Kyrie Irving, too. Yeah, that shit's it's kind of like a recipe for them. Damn, there's some coach. guys, man, that can fall to the Mavericks at 10. That would be good, man. Um, Do we want to get into the bulk of the episode, though? Yes, let's get into the bulk of the episode. Let's get let's let's get to it. Before we get into the bulk of the episode, we have to give a shout out to our month long sponsor, So Rare. Can I get a round of applause for So Rare? So Rare, so rare, so rare, so rare. Big shout out to So Rare. So Rare is our newest sponsor. It's a global fantasy sports game and marketplace. It's basically fantasy sports 2.0. And I know y'all love fantasy sports. You can play it in weekly competitions and win all kinds of prizes like NBA tickets and player cards. They've even created an official hoops. Head league for all y'all to play along. So make sure to check that out. Make Shout sure out to So Rare. Out, and for today, we're going to do our own little segment. And it's going to be a player draft. This draft, like at last episode, is going to have some implications. Mm-hmm. You can I only draft guys who wore single-digit numbers. Three players. And I feel like I got the advantage. Y'all want to do three players or five? Let's go three. Let's go three. Let's go three. I feel like I got the advantage because y'all always say, I don't even know what, nurse, what jersey number he wore. That don't be me. Okay. So he had black, first pick last time? Yeah. You had first pick. We'll go up and down this way. I'll go the youngest MVP ever, Derrick Rose. I'll go one of the greatest players ever, LeBron James, number six in Miami. <laughs> oh, shit. He did wear six. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Benoit Benjamin. Give me Allen Iverson. Uh, is your, it's KB, my bad. No, you got it's back on me. Right? Yeah. Give me T Mac. Mm. Tony Delk. Ooh, you don't even know who Tony Delk is. What college you went to? Tony Delk. What college you went to? <laughs> Tony Delk. What college did he go to? Tony Delk. Is, do you know? No. <laughs> Do you know? He don't Hell even know no. who Tony Delk is. What position Tony Delk played? Sound like a damn. It what position? Like a, three. To- a three? Yeah. <laughs> what position Tony Delk played? I don't played? know who that is. What position did Tony Delk play? A shooting guard. Both of y'all wrong. <laughs> Tony Delk, black, white. That's a black or, name. Oh, okay. Did he have a fro or was he bald? I couldn't tell you. Okay. I just um, <laughs> I'm taking number eight, Kobe. Uh, I'm going Anthony Davis. Your turn again. Um, Your last pick. Who else wore a single-digit number? <laughs> That's what I love to hear. <laughs> That's what I love to hear. Hold on. 
I have to. Oh my we gosh! Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. We don't. We, 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 come on. You don't know people who are single digit numbers to this point when you Russell Westbrook. Thank you. Um, I did LeBron, Kobe. Give me Dwayne Wade. Oh shit. Greg Ostertag. Give me KG. You were double digits. That's double zero. Yeah, all of them are double zero. <laughs> Give me Kevin Garnett. All right, boom. Y'all let us know in the comments who picked the best trio of single-digit players. Um, let's get into the meats and potatoes of the episode, which is Mike. Yep. We're going to be doing the – well, since the last week of the season, basically, <laughs> we're going to be doing the best moments and worst moments of the year. Doing a little bit of reflecting. I'll start it off, too. Um, I the first All thing right, I can, guys, I'll start it off. <laughs> my favorite moment of the year is honestly, literally the the game we went to, which was the Lakers Clippers game. Out of all the games we went to, that was our that was the best game. The vibes was immaculate. I feel like that had to Matt be Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Oh my god, that's a, that's how long this season has been. But it's felt like it, it's been so quick. I forgot all about Matt Ryan, but. I just like how that that game felt. I felt like we was right there. We you were. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we seen LeBron interacting with the fans. We seen Russell Westbrook flying. We, we saw, seen everything. We sat right you got to see LeBron Paul family. George. You yeah. screaming at Paul George. It's like that. And that, I know you was hearing me, PG. That that had to be my top favorite moment of the year. Even though it was the beginning of it, but that's something like I just clearly remember all, like almost everything that happened at that game. Oh, uh, all right. I'll I'll go out for my next moment. It was Kyrie Irving. Requesting a trade. Y'all transitions suck, bro. <laughs> I didn't have nothing else to say y'all about saying, that game. Y'all transitions suck. I really didn't. I'm sorry. But Kyrie Irving requesting a trade. For me, it was pretty much a domino effect. KD requests a trade. Now the whole league is on fire. Everybody hungry to now make trades. And we saw one of the craziest trade deadlines we've ever seen. Derek, that was on my list, too. Because um, I don't think we realized how rare a player of Kevin Durant's caliber gets traded in the middle of the season. Yeah. He's the best player to ever get traded at the deadline, ever. Mm-hmm. I had it on my list, too. And, I, bro, I remember because nothing was going on that damn night, and it felt like it was kind of getting a little bit dry. And it had to be, like, midnight, and I just got the update. And I just know, like, I just had a bunch of adrenaline rushing. I just know I I'll fired up stream. And was fired up stream. That's and why I just, just moved talking. in. I think yeah. I made a video in my new place. And what's cra- even more crazy is that KD had no idea Kyrie requested a trade. Like, he didn't know what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. And so when he, once he saw it, he was like, oh, I'm out too then. Yeah, I was more <laughs> thinking about the Kevin Durant part. Because Kevin Durant getting traded to the Suns was like, boom, it just happened. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, sometimes a trade happened, like, oh, there's conversations around yeah, this, right. and then it takes six hours. It was Kevin Durant is traded I was to the Suns. Literally like, laying down. Bro, in I was I was near ass naked in bed. <laughs> and I get the notification. I might have been, been in bed like ready to close my eyes and all of a sudden it's like a battery. I, I take the covers off. I got to go to work. I got to go to work. I got to go to work. Like, like throwing, up, throwing his clothes on, shirt all backwards. Oh, God. <laughs> I remember being like, oh, my gosh. Because I had just uploaded so something casual had happened that day, like Josh Hart or something. Mm-hmm. And I had, I'm like, oh. But then I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, what That babe. was one of my things, too. Mine was just player movement because we got Kyrie, we had Kevin Durant, we, the trade deadline was active. We had hoped and we felt we deserved that because everything was dry. Mm-hmm. Um, what's one of my other likes that I like? Um, second and third impression. And what I mean by that is all of us in here is guilty. The basketball community, we all guilty of this uh, 
instant gratification for these young players. You want to see like instant success. But I feel like Julius Randle, Laurie Marketing to high degrees, um, to lesser degrees, Malik Monk, Isaiah Joe with the Thunder. Um, there's players who may not have this instant success, but we're seeing a lot of guys be able to go to different places and start to pick up their careers. And I think that's a very big thing because you look at guys and it's like if they ain't doing nothing in the first couple of years, people quickly write them off. And a lot of stuff is situational, who's coaching you, the environment that you're in, who's prioritizing your play style and what you do and putting you in position to be the best version of yourself as a player. And I think we're seeing that a lot as the league continues to progress, um, even to even more lesser degrees. Aaron Neesmith wasn't doing anything with the Celtics and, and played a lot of Starting power forward this minutes year. for the Pacers. Um, and I think when you look around the league, Romeo Langford with the with the Spurs, um, I think that's big. I think that's big because we got to be a lot more patient with how young the game is getting. And I think a lot of people are even even James James Wiseman with the, the James Wiseman with the piss. I said James like James Wiseman. Marvin Bagley as well. We yeah. saw Claxton have a resurgence of his season. He didn't change seasons, but he I mean he didn't change teams. <laughs> he just had a he just had a big ass jump. Yeah, yeah, I think nobody player development. Yeah, yeah. But that player development. It wasn't even the defense. It was I'm talking offense. about te- I'm talking about guys who was at certain stops for years and yeah. you said nothing Malik happened. Monk? Huh? Yeah, you said yeah, Malik Monk. Okay, good. make sure we put- Malik Monk, he deserved it. He deserved it. And I think it. that gives hopes to guys like James Booknight. Is it mm-hmm. once a Laker, always a Laker? For certain people, and he is one of them. Not for Matt Ryan. Mm, no. Oh, okay. But he hit to all right. But yeah, good, didn't he had a game winner. He did. Oh, to game, tie it up, to and tie we it up. lost that game. And they oh, took so him because yeah. they took him out. He hit it, and they took him out. Like, oh fuck, what you just did, where's Josh he, Akogi, Where's he playing nowadays? Timberwolves. Okay. Josh Akogi with the spur with that's, the Suns. That's a that's a great yeah. one. That's like a great guys one. are, you know, sometimes you need a second chance or another shot. And I think we've seen that a lot in this particular year. And hopefully mm-hmm. we can get to that. And hopefully these fans can start to see like. Chill on some of these players, man. Keon Johnson had some moments with y'all. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He used to be the worst player in basketball. Now he's no longer. See, like that type of <laughs> shit. That's always the goal, just like, to not be the worst. Not be the worst. You know who is the worst? Who? Let's stop calling people the, the worst basketball <laughs> player. Somebody has to be worse. Somebody has to be worse. But let's stop doing that if they are young. Yeah, you're right. The worst let's basketball player is Blake Wesley right now. According to the event. You see what I'm saying? Like, he's young. <laughs> he's young. He's literally he's on a bad team. Literally young as hell. Is trying to All right, lose. so I'm going to go look at that stat again, and we're going to get rid of anybody that's in their first three years of their career. Yes. Is that fair? Yes. All right, let y'all keep talking while I go look it up. But, yeah, I just yeah. think that that's that, – I, I love that, bro. I love that. Yeah. I bad, love seeing guys get a change of scenery. Sometimes it's just a breath of fresh it's air. It's so needed. Yeah, sometimes you just need to get away And I away think that's in every sport. Yeah. You know, uh, it's in life. Yeah. That's everyday life. Hey, man, you, you a pastor now? I'll be preaching. Yeah, I see. I see. Sometimes you get away from a certain job or something. Now you just feel like a new person. Your whole life getting better. You get out of certain friends. Yeah, yes. People hating on you on the low. Exactly. Cut them out. Cut them out. Just because they clapping for you, that don't mean they happy for you. Exactly. Sometimes the snakes are still in the grass, even though they right there. (laughs) Snakes be in the grass. (laughs) You was trying to be philosophical as hell. I no, I love that one piece, especially with the Laurie marketing went to. I had him on my list for when he was named the All Star starter. I just felt like that was one player. I just felt like all the like the happiness for him for everything that that he's kind of kind of had his ups and downs in the NBA. Because I was one of those people. I'm like, I really don't know what he's supposed to be doing because they had him running three. He had a, he's basically seven foot, but wasn't like punishing people inside. Set records for threes for a, a guy of his size that. University of Arizona. Mm-hmm. And now he was just dunking. He led the league. He's the player who had the most three-point shots and most dunks. Like, 
That shit was crazy. The yeah. first person with 200 and 100 in NBA history. Um, I, I didn't have Larry Markin specifically, but I had how fun the Jazz were through the mm-hmm. first month of the season. Yeah. Because uh, anytime a team comes in expected to win 25 games and they have that by all-star break, it's got to be a story. Um, but the worst player in basketball, uh-huh. outside of the young people. I'm, I'm thirsty to hear this. Garrett Temple. Fitting. Because he's not even going to care. He's at the <laughs> tail end of his career. He's a coach at this point. Yeah, He's a coach at this point. I would not be surprised. If All Garrett- of the people that aren't super young are old as shit. So you got him at 36 years old, then James Johnson at 35 years old, then Is Smith at 34 years old, then Jeff Green at 36 years this old. This makes way more sense than Blake Wesley, who in four years is going could, could look like yeah. an entire different human just from the nutrition and strength and training. I wish I could go to the archives because – because um, there are some good people that would name worst player in the league. Darius Garland. Yes, he was one of them. Darius Garland was one of them. There and I go. got on his podcast <laughs> and I said, <laughs> y'all Garland are fucking bugging. Yeah. This dude is going to be the truth. Just give him some fucking time. Damn. He barely played his freshman year and y'all on his bumper. Darius Garland <laughs> was one of them. I also came on here and defended Kevin Knox <laughs> when, they, when they said that. But, Pierre, Kevin Knox is not in the top 20 for worst players in basketball. Boom. So. Uh, he's not even in the top thirty. Where's Kevin Knox? Boom. Low key, he might not meet the meet, meet the minutes Rip, requirement. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna put the minutes requirement at low. Hey, if he ain't playing, you can't judge him. Face this. <laughs> I was saying. I'm gonna tell you, what my OG told me, Ooh. you can run down there in F1, but we gonna walk down there and F them all. Oh shit! It's a gym and a bank in every hood. Get your weight up. Oh, Keep them coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Johnny Davis. Ain't played enough minutes, but yeah, uh, he had some cool layups though. Yeah, it's really cool layups. <laughs> he did. Did he start Sunday? I, it was a rumor he was gonna start. It was Sunday. I haven't watched or watched the Wizards game in a month. That's why I asked you, because <laughs> I damn I sure could not, I could not tell. No, I, I've seen some glimpses. I just know I had a viral tweet with the Washington Wizards. Yeah, the half off the Zah. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> and they didn't even delete the tweet. Yeah, there's no reason to. Well, why would they delete it? Traction. It was an ad too. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, one of my moments. You saw my shit under your tweet. Yeah, yeah. doing numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and I seen like seven people steal the same steal tweet. The tweet. I'm like, bro, y'all that is crazy. Stop. Ridiculous. I stole somebody's tweet before accidentally because you said it in a party, and as soon as I found out, I deleted it. That's lame. <laughs> Stealing somebody's whole tweet. What was tweet. that tweet? I don't, even, I don't remember, but it was it was funny though. Yeah, what was I think that Noah tweet? tweeted it. Yeah, he did. Oh, what the hell was it? I Not forgot even what time mad. of the season that was. Mike's so petty too because I he said I'm like. I'm finna tweet that. I'm gonna steal that from you and tweet it. He ain't tell me that he seen that on Twitter. Oh. I thought he made it up and wants to go tweet it. <laughs> nah, it's gonna make me mad that I don't remember. Yeah, oh, oh, well. oh well. Um, one of my favorite moments was uh, De'Aaron Fox versus the Utah not, versus the Orlando Magic. I hate to interrupt you, but it just came to my mind, uh-huh. and I have to do it before I forget again. Yep, do your thing. I want to give a shout out to my guy David Melton. Said he hasn't missed a show in three years. That's the Anthony LeBrother. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. He is sending me something that he was trying to send to you. So shout out to you two for not accepting it. He says, uh, he he told me that he, I, I had said something about memorabilia or something on a podcast. And he was like, um, hey, bro, just watch the pod. Saw you were trying to get some baseball memorabilia. Funny enough, Ooh. I have a Trey Turner ball. I was trying to send Kenny, Damn. but he left me on red. Uh-oh. I left him on, that's, ca- that's If cap. you are a Trey fan, I can send that over, that's man. Cap. No use for it for me. I really only collect Dodgers memorabilia. I said, man, what hell yeah, Trey the man. Damn, so Trey, Trey Turner left his team. He said, fuck him. Yeah, he don't need it. But no, that's, got, that's cap. I don't leave anybody on red. I just didn't Check see your it. shit then. What is he, he saying on Instagram, on Twitter? This is on Twitter. He said you my, left him on red. My DMs are not open on Twitter. 
So he's t- he's David Melton. He's somebody lying here. Somebody lying. We gonna give figure me, it give, out. Give me his at right, right now. Here. Okay, yeah. Let me let me. Uh, yeah, there you go. Do whatever you need to do. Um, well, I need to open up a PO box too, though. I just opened one up. I need to open up a PO. Demios, you gonna open one up? Sure. <laughs> They go you don't really send me anything. That's because you, you don't have, have a P.O. box. You don't have a P.O. box. I guarantee if in one of your videos you, you like you told them about the P.O. box or just even tweeted that shit out, people would be willing so to send you shit. he sent me this and he said he's a fan, I wanted to make sure I gave him that shout out. Right. Um, Yo, you know, Harry. I got a battery. He got that battery. He He's never DM'd me in his lifetime because my DMs are closed on Twitter. So you capping, Devin, but we still appreciate you being and a And I also want to give a shout out to my guy, Matt Giro. Mm. I hope I'm saying that right. Is that how you would say it? Giro? Giro? I would say it that Giro. way. Yeah. Um, it's his birthday. So shout out happy to him. Birthday, say happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, long time fan of you guys. Today's my 26th birthday, and it would be so badass to get a B-Day shout out from you guys. On a pod to show my friends. So boom, 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 Welcome boom, to the boom. Anytime club, I can give somebody a shout out for five seconds and I can remember, I do it. So there y'all go. Put um, your phone down. Don't look for those shout outs that you forgot now. I'm not. I'm just messing I'm with just you. <laughs> uh, DR Fox gets the Orlando Magic. Boom. Um, DR Fox in general in the clutch time has been ridiculous. But that game specifically gets the Orlando Magic. OT. Um, who who threw the bad pass? Malik Monk had been hooping his ass off all game long. He threw a terrible table pass, steal from Orlando Magic. Boom, they get a layup. It's a tie game. No timeouts. De'Aaron Fox for five seconds. He come down court and pour from the logo. Bang. And what'd he say? Win like the I'm game. Or something. I don't remember. Oh. I just remember that moment was ridiculous. And I mean, he's been ridiculous all season long. Uh, the Kings in general can be on the list. Yeah, no. he, a great, he a great second option to have. I, literally, the second thing on my list is... <laughs> To implement, I just the like doing it at Sacramento. I have yes, the, bro, the yes. Idea. The beam is. I was saying shit. It feel like a lot of teams are gonna have to start their own version of the beam. Never mind. No, say it. Say it. Do Put, you remember in the beginning of the season when they started this beam? Say it was lame. Mike no, didn't even I didn't know, know what, he didn't know what it was. I didn't even know what it was. Oh. It was a month into the year, and he didn't know the beam existed. So Anwar came to your house. We all went. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he said, because you have a TV on a wall, you have a TV right here, you have the three monitors. He said, "Damn, all this you still don't be watching basketball." I just <laughs> I moved in like a month ago. I only had I only so had, that's when you started watching ball. Well, I, that's when I had so many TVs. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think that you didn't have no TVs in your crib. I had a TV, and you had in the my monitors, room, and you had the monitors. I had two monitors. Right, so that's like three. <laughs> that's more than enough room to right. watch basketball and your oh phone. God. They know what the beam was. They know what the beam was. Because I said, like the now beam. You said the said, Kings winning like beam. that. No, at, time, first, hey. at first I thought you said beam. I'm like, yes, you said beam. You yeah. know what we're going to do? What? At the start of next season, we're going to put a jar beneath this table. If there is something significant. That he don't watch ball. Not jar. anybody. Yeah, for sure. Derek, you're included. That something significant happening, like something like the beam or damn, yeah, man. Did you see He's the jersey? So fucking funny. He talking about everybody included. You too. <laughs> <laughs> like about like um, motherfuckers have to put some money in the jar, and we don't. And I know to people. Charity. People don't have cash on them, but we are gonna write it down, and you have to put. Right you gonna have to put the money in the jar, Matter and fact, we actually gonna hold Anwar accountable too. Anwar, you gonna have to be in the loop. I'm gonna put it you in ain't going to right baseball now, games. He go. He go to baseball games. And he want to mingle the whole time. <laughs> I, if, you, if you watch the, the NBA like you watch that Kalen Clark game, you damn near the fifth member for sure. <laughs> yeah, you a trendy watcher. You want to watch when shit started to get trendy. That's the cool thing to start doing. My ain't said nothing about Kalen Clark all year. 
she in a final four. He talks about. No, nah, uh, I've, I've been watching her for a minute. Let's not do that. And that is not the direct. Where is she qu- from? That is not. Where the- is she from? See, you ain't even know she went to Proviso East. I didn't know she went to Proviso East. She did. That would have been crazy. Isn't it? Exactly. That's how you get my. As soon as he said Proviso East, I'm like, ain't no fucking way. <laughs> it would have been worse if I said I did know she was from. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I try to get people to act like they know. I, I don't cap, bro. I'm not uh, a liar. But that is not the exact quote that I said. What happened? You said that I said that there's no reason Mike shouldn't be watching ball. Oh, you said something along the lines like, "Yeah, damn, I'm surprised y'all be on his ass." Oh, no, he said, "No way, he not watching ball." Or something like that. I said, "I don't know, KB. It looked like he might be watching yeah, ball." That's, that's, that's what right I said. There. Right, you did say so that. It had a you more positive that. connotation than it what it was led on. You to know, be. At, at through the wire, we get on ass. We don't beat around <laughs> the bush. Gotta get we on get ass. on ass like a what diaper. There you go. I got I got some money for the jar though. I got some money for the jar. <laughs> and then we we donate the money to charity. Yeah, I like that. That's fire. Who oh. y'all think gonna contribute to the jar the most? Mike. You think so? Like I I think I think. Uh, well, how do we? You might be surprised. He don't watch ball. We gonna figure it out. Okay. Time. We gonna vote. We gonna we gonna take him to trial. <laughs> okay. okay. So if he say something like, "Do he know ball?" And if two motherfuckers say, nope, then you put that got, money in that job. You're going to have to put that on the shirt. Like, if we, we come ball. in here, we yeah. and we talking about Caitlin Clark, and Derek talking about, he quiet. Derek, Derek either going to say something, or yeah. he's going to be quiet. Yeah, yeah, you can tell when Derek yep. ain't ready. <laughs> he be quiet. <laughs> Look at him smile, because he know. But I admire that about Derek, because he won't talk about some shit he don't know. Yeah, but at the same time, he will. I've seen Derek. Yeah. You know he came in here, and you know what happened yesterday at that game? That uh-uh. you probably didn't know. Uh-uh. He never got the app. Even though in a car, me and you told him to do what? You see his jaw, his mouth is wide open. Y'all can't see. Because we li- he literally told us he was having troubles. And we told him one of the things he would have to do. And he still didn't do it. <laughs> and then we get to the game. And he wonder why he got to hold up the line and can't get inside <laughs> the ballpark. Hey, the line stopped moving. I'm like, bro, we uh, were just, like, this shit was just it was flying. Moving. It was moving. And I look in front of me because I'm thinking somebody's in front of D Mills that's causing the it issue. I look at D Mills. It's him. It's him. <laughs> and I, me and Anwar stayed. I tried to wait. And I told Anwar, I'm like, bro, the game's already going. I can't wait. Mike is there with him. But I'm like, we literally told Derek one of the solutions. Wow. He's going with the man. It's still one doing it. But I am firmly positive if you had did it the right way, you wouldn't have ran into that. Yeah. Because there's no way our entire group went in comfortably and smoothly. Kyron, who's never been to a game, before <laughs> got in by himself. To a game. Yeah, you know what's funny too. Like so, Kyron beat us. Was funny. We talked out, all that shit about Kyron being late. And he, he was there found out he had to download the app. They had the park though, and then so you know how True. like they have the little thing you have to go past like to walk into the arena. He was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna download the app right here." And she's like, "Nope, you can't go past right here. You got to download it right here." And that puts you in a tough spot too because it's harder to do that in the game. Yep. Versus when we was in a car, it would have been much easier and faster to better Wi Fi. Yeah, my text is all moving on slow, but yeah, man, I meant to tell you that when you first I, got in. That's crazy. I didn't know. I showed you my in the <laughs> app. I literally was like, "Yeah, look, I got the app. It's right here." He said, like, "Hey, fuck what y'all say. <laughs> I don't need it. Y'all download the app just to have it." Like he think I want SeatGeek to just sit on my phone. That's crazy. That's crazy. I it, used to have it on my phone too. I had Cole, to Cole it. Kenny though for twenty dollars off. <laughs> It was like thirty. It was like thirty minutes. Can you take off the like he was de- like he went inside. We was inside. It had been like thirty minutes mm-hmm. that passed. You went and to the that, we had a long drive. Yeah, plenty of time to down. I don't know what downloading Finding parking. Or- I don't know what download harm it would have done. <laughs> I don't know what it would have done, but he's just got a bad history with downloading things into his phone. So true. It's a little bit more. So PTSD. like I but so like see, I said, but Geek 
Yeah. Or triple X videos. Yeah. What you want? <laughs> oh, what you want? God. They're two different things. <laughs> so like I said, I know Mike might be the favorite in terms of who's going to have the most contributed to that jar. I think we'd be surprised at the end of the year. Oh. But, but I think D-Mill's going to do his thing once he gets his what? Once he gets his what? What? what have I been waiting on? What have we all been waiting on? Oh, his PC. Oh, his PC. If he got his PC, I think by far he going to watch his games. Okay. He watches games now, but it's one TV. Yep. yep. It's the TV. You've been saying that to PC. Man. You get on the PC, you got two One thing that's going to change your life is you ain't going to have to be on Discord on your damn phone no more. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, that's awesome. sick. Man, Dame's shot was crazy. <laughs> nah, that's sick. He just knocked that over down. Hold up. <laughs> Somebody yeah. called him. He disconnected from the cord. Oh, that's bad. And you'll be able to multitask. You won't be telling us about Blind Box or Blind Bird when there's 17 sportive is going on. You'll be able to have Blind Bird on and you have two monitors. Kayla Clark got 36 points and it's Derek talking about, about y'all should be watching Blind Bird. Because that's going, we like, bro, where is you at right now? <laughs> that wasn't that day. No, it wasn't. But the, that was funny though. Yeah. Kaitlyn Clark, you know what it is? Kaitlyn Clark, yes. Went to Iowa. I watched the game. Went to Iowa. <laughs> nah, I'm going to definitely have to get on Now, nah, I just got him. So I'm going to do some quick trivia with you. Okay. And I'm, this is how I know I can get him because I set you up. So now I can mess with his head. Uh, I'm going to ask you two questions about Kaitlyn Clark, okay? Okay. You is is Kaitlyn Clark known for being a duo, because they said it on the broadcast a bunch of times, duo sport athlete, scored the first to score 100 points in the NCAA game, or is her twin brother play for Iowa or none of the above? <laughs> what was the first one? A dual sport? Dual sport She's athlete. a dual sport athlete. Do you know this other sport? No. So which one? Is it A, B, C, or D, none of the above? I'll go none of the above. Bingo, you got it. Now the last one. Good job. Kaylin Clark. Mixed? No. It's, I'm just oh. acting on <laughs> Kaitlyn Clark to project it first overall pick? Yes. Or did Kaitlyn Clark steal John Cena move? <laughs> Which one is right? You're taking wait, too wait, much time with this. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> she's, well, she's mixed. C. Which is what? She stole John Cena's move. Okay, cool. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He did take too long. When, <laughs> when, when he said the first round pick, he was like, yep. I thought he was about to pick. <laughs> yeah. Well, she can't get drafted this year. She has to wait till next year. There you go. Demio's on, oh, on his knowledge. Go. Okay, okay. There you go. There you go, um, Demio's. What's some, what's did some you things? know WNBA has a rule where you have to, the, the lottery is the last two years? Naron was telling me this. So you know how, like, the Houston Rockets are asked this year, mm -hmm. so they have a, the most odds? You have to be asked for two years to win the lottery for this year. Oh, oh wow. wow. So, it, so the like, Warriors can't handle fluke year. They can't, no. They wouldn't have been able to get James Wiseman. Kind of interesting approach to like get rid of tanking, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, another thing I liked about this year is the different brands of basketball. I felt like we in a copycat league and we got to a minute where everybody was playing small ball. I have loved the fact that we're getting back to power forwards and centers. You look at the Knicks with Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson, you look at the Cavaliers with Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, you look at um the Kings with what Keegan Mer uh, Harrison Barnes. No, nah, I guess that's still kind of small ballish. Draymond and Looney, 
Um, there's a lot of teams that have a traditional front court, Aaron Gordon and Jokic with a power forward and a center versus like one center and four guards or just four players just roaming around. And I like that, man. Some teams are still going to play small, but we, we, we got to well, – where everybody's not trying to play small. You know what I mean? We getting back to big basketball, Giannis and Brooke. Mm-hmm. So, Rudy Gobert and Cat. Right. <laughs> some, some of them work better yeah, than others. Yeah, some of them work better than others. Super, super <laughs> large. But, yeah, yeah, I like the fact that – uh, mix it up a little bit, man. Mixing it up a little bit, getting different brands of basketball. That's one of the things that intrigued me to college basketball is you get a lot of different styles, a lot of different ways of basketball. And I think seeing that get a little bit more implemented into the NBA – um, is is dope, and, and it's versus everybody trying to play one way, one style, one method. And I love the fact that the Thunder's a team that don't have a center, but they're still one of the best defensive teams, which is so unique and like you don't see that often. For you to be a good defensive team, you usually have to have a pretty solid center, somebody anchoring it. Yeah, and yeah. they don't. Mm-hmm. I'll go with a dislike though, since we're oh, we've yeah, done a bunch of likes. Get yeah. negative. Uh, Christian Wood and Mitchell Robinson being tweet likers. That mm. was hey, I like that. <laughs> I like that. They Can both uh centers who feel like they deserve more and more opportunity, so they out there liking and tweeting shit. Such a weird dynamic to see. At least Mitchell <laughs> Robinson addressed it. Mitchell Robinson did address the last instant that he had or last situation he was in, and he was saying he's stressed, got a lot going on, he took it out, he shouldn't have did that, blah, blah, blah. At least he t- took it on. That's a Fair good enough. one though, Demos, for yeah, this like a real unique good yeah. one. Um, my next dislike, I'm going to go into just because I feel like this year has been w- kind of just weird with the the foul calls and everything like that. So I'm going to kind of put it like dislike is just like the foul call and a, a little bit of the refing, which is it feels weird because I always be like, it's it's just an NBA in an NBA game. It's hard as hell to call the game. Like if the ref called every damn call, the game would be eight hours long. But this year it feels like the the offensive player had just way too much advantage. Like, it don't matter if he was just walking the ball up the court and it was a slight bump, whistle. It felt like anything was just a whistle versus also at some points it felt like the refs called so many calls, they stopped calling shit, and they didn't call the obvious stuff. So I feel like they really need to find a balance, and I think that kind of just, it just kind of comes over the years as they kind of, I guess, keep giving the advantages to the offensive player. Like, players are going to have to adjust, but I think the refs kind of do too as well. I feel like refs... They kind of play like a weird game where they allow certain players to do things. Like some players are still allowed to hand check and like play physical with you. Some players aren't. And I think that's like where you have to find that fine line. I like hand checking. I think it's fun. It has a different element. And it's like, it's not really a foul. We're going to touch each other. We're playing basketball. So like me, like mm-hmm. touching you a little bit, it's not really like an yeah. issue to me personally. Because mm-hmm. I mean, especially with the like the initiation of contact. Yeah. I feel like you can't as a defender if especially if the offensive player is doing everything to initiate and start that contact, as a defender you have to have that like the ability to to protect not protect yourself but just like give that back, like match yeah. that type of force like cuz offensive players are going to use your defense against you to draw draw foul anyway. So mm-hmm. You just have to be smart with what you're doing and use it to your advantage. Just like the offensive player. Yeah, it Both does players get, have to do something to counter what the other one's doing. I think it does make the defense stand out when we see players like Jaden McDaniel or Drew Holiday and they're they're guarding with the ability not to foul in this league. I think it kind of just it does show that gap in defensive uh, abilities. Yeah, but I also hate when like Monty Williams one time when they played the Bucks, he was like, "Yeah, Devin Booker only shot two free throws and he's being guarded by Drew Holiday." who's one of the more physical defenders in the league. I'm like, Drew Holiday does that consistently where he plays defense without fouling. Mm-hmm. Like, 
It's not like Drew Holiday's out there hacking people. Like, Drew Holiday's very good at playing great defense but being physical without crossing the line of fouling. Yeah, mm-hmm. Monty Williams is very vocal about his team not shooting up free throws. But he plays with a team who isn't they're, physical. They're and, a jump-shooting team. Yeah, and they, they don't get the They the least line. amount of shots at the rim. That's where fouls are. I, I mean, I understand – on the day-to-day basis, yeah, there's going to be a lot of missed calls because that's just what refing is. Yeah. But I don't think they're getting hold more than others. Just by think about who's on their team: Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and, and Aiden. Aiden. Those are not dudes that's getting in and bruising. And now, luckily, they have stuff. Kevin Durant now, who is going to get to the free throw line a lot. He's got he's got that balance of of all of the things. But yeah, yeah I, but Aiden and Chris Paul and Book aren't getting to the free throw. People line. were saying even Mikael Bridge when they had Mikael, he's not going to get to the free throw line. Mm-hmm. People were saying the same shit about the Lakers and like they're huge. <clears throat> discrepancy in free throws or whatever, but I mean, like from watching them all, like basically all year long, they don't do shit but attack the paint. They attack the paint, and they one of the best offensive rebounding teams of basketball. Yeah, when well, yeah, you have Anthony that's, Davis that's and LeBron, you're probably gonna lead the league in free throw attempts. Yeah, just it's just gonna happen. Now the gap they is have, ridiculous. No, they, the uh, don't get me wrong. That, the the one against the Suns where Austin Reeves has, or like they oh, shoot, yeah, that's crazy. they shoot Austin 15, like 20 more free throws than than the other team. Okay, that's it's a part of the game though. Sometimes that happens. I always just tell people like 50 free throws. Show show me the plays. Yeah. Show me the plays that the refs fucked up. Mm-hmm. If you're saying that y'all got hold on foul, show me the plays. And then we can have a conversation. But just looking at somebody say, oh, they shot 25 free throws and we shot 10, mm-hmm. that don't do shit to me because yeah. more likely than not, they deserve to shoot 25 free throws. Especially when you talk about you were going against Giannis. What do you think is going to happen? Whenever Giannis is going to court, there's going to be a huge free throw discrepancy. Giannis is going to shoot 18 yeah. plus, maybe shit. <laughs> 18 more. plus. Eighteen hey. plus a game was crazy. Ten plus, plus game, ten plus like is ten plus a game. Well, he, he leads the league in attempts per game. Mm-hmm. Which some, is which some of y'all. Some of y'all. Twenty points in Atlanta game is crazy. Some of them gonna complain regardless, because even if they call it both ways, then they are gonna say it's too many fouls and the game so slow and it is so it's, it's whatever, man. <laughs> I'm team. Get rid of the refs completely. They just out there just doing. Hell anything. no, that I'll, game's gonna be twelve hours long from arguing. So? Or do, do you want? Do you think those people want the reputation of being the dude that calls their own fouls all the time? Like we go to the gym, be like, and we I play. Think some people are not gonna care. Year. Some people is not gonna care. They gonna want to win the game. I don't know. I feel like there's some crab, there's some crybabies in the league. Chris Paul is called. Is there gonna be a foul? Where I'm trying to think about who's the biggest complainer is that Luca don't call. No, he's gonna call everyone. Luke he's gonna call everyone. He's gonna shoot fifty free throws in a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else is a crybaby? That would Joel Embiid Joel calling all that shit. LeBron James shit. Hey, LeBron James but, might shoot the I, most free throws. There's season. some guys that try to bait and they cry, but then there's also some guys that I think really get fouled. I, yeah. you know what I mean. So it's like I feel like the players also yeah. wouldn't fall for that baiting shit. They'd be like, "No, nah, we not going for like the baiting shoot shit, for it." Yeah, the baiting shoot stuff. for a moment in the NBA. There's yeah. this thing in basketball where people well, think be people dude, think hacking like, and you got fouling. Ball, we got it this time, mm, like a possession error. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stomach. Um, you were about to. He was about to explain the difference between hacking and fouling. No, no, no. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my dislikes is that Luka's not going to be in the playoffs this year. He's given us a playoff moment in every single one of his runs. Whether yeah. it be the looking at Devin Booker after Devin Booker said, I'm giving them the Luka special and beating about 50, the game winner against the Clippers. He's always given us one thing per playoff run, and we're not going to have that this year. And that just shows, I mean, maybe. Yeah. More likely than not. Shows so, how bad that team is. Should he but request a trade? He got better talent out west. Should he, he request a, a trade? Out west. Nah, he shouldn't request a trade. So what you want him to do? Um, him, I would want him to be more engaged on the defensive side of the ball. I ain't asking him to be Drew Holiday, but I'm just saying don't, don't get back on home. defense. Yeah. Put your hand to fucking test. Um, get back on defense helps a ton. 
um, yeah. and not talking to the refs as often as he does. I think those go a long way. Yeah. At does that make point, them a yeah. playoff team? Probably not, but it would help. Yeah. I feel like if your best player is being a plus defender, and it's going to help you. And I'm not asking B plus because that's that's asking – because he's got so much on his plate on the offensive side. I think – because, I mean, he's never been plus, and they've been a playoff team in the last three years. But it's like just not be one of the worst. And yeah. he's getting in that one of the worst territories right now. I think it's even with defense like that too, especially when you're not you, – you, like you said, you're doing so much on offense. It's I think it's more so like a timely thing, right? In the fourth quarter – I want to try my best to make sure that I'm putting my team at the best spot to win. So I think that's a, that's another like kind of just mature thing I think players go through too. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. Time time and situation for sure. Time and situation for sure. One thing that I disliked about this season, whoa, something about Jalen Brown sits down with Stadium. I get why people try to break up duos. Oh, whoa. He I don't want to read it. A lot of I don't want to read it if you're clearing anything up, Jalen Brown. I wanted y'all to be divided. I like what Stadium does though. Um, when people are in town, because you know Stadium is based here. Um, when people are in town to go against the Bulls, they get them into the studio. Oh wow! Yeah, Hoh, what are we doing? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, the injuries to the young players though: K, Chet, Lamelo, Tyrese Halliburton missed time. Especially when they was rocking and rolling, Devin Vassell, Zion, Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball. Yeah, I have. Yeah, Zion I, I, getting this hurt. This is the my... last time I'm putting these twos on any of my <laughs> list. Blackhead is aggressive today. <laughs> no, because I feel like first of all, I have Lonzo and Ben Simmons because I, I'm, I'm done with the hope, bro. I'm, I know it's been in my. I have the Ben Simmons experience as one of my dislikes too. Yeah. Yeah, because honestly, Lonzo been, shouldn't be grouped with Ben Simmons. He shouldn't. Lonzo well, wants to play. more so dislikes. <laughs> he's not gonna be able to play until literally. The next season after. It's out of his control. Ben Simmons had times where he could play and he didn't want to. So I can't group them together. But Lonzo shit is very unfortunate. I know Ben got real injuries as well. But mm-hmm. Ben also had the times where he could play it was a, when it he was, was healthy. Sure both. It was and a yeah, sure he, both did, he didn't want to. Lonzo is only dealing with something that his, he can't control. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I'm never going to give up hope on a guy who's dealing with shit he can't control. It's an unfortunate thing. But I'm going to be rooting for him and hoping that he can get it together because it's literally out of his control versus, like, Ben, yeah, he's got some injuries. But then there were times where he could have played and he didn't want to and he's dealing with all the other shit. And, you know, I'm not dis- dis- dismissing this uh, the mental health part of it for when that was it. But then there was also times this year where I thought he was past that mm-hmm. and he could have played all and didn't want to. Co- all that shit got to coexist with him because, honestly, there's no way he could have good mental health if he's not doing what he's supposed to do on the court because this – for him and, like, the career and everything that kind of comes with being a basketball player, it's just he he doesn't seem like he's going to be like, oh, I'm okay with all the backlash because I, I, he's going to get it regardless. To have you know? multiple moments this season where Kyrie said, shoot it, Ben. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, that's crazy. Probably not the best. I feel yeah. like it's he also talks better shit. play on the, on the court Before for the season. He made he made people believe that he, he was coming shit. back. The on Ben J- 10 shit. J- JJ's show made a lot of people yes. think that Ben Simmons was coming back. I was happy. Good. As a Ben supporter, yeah. I was like, let's go. That's I was happy mentality. he got his message out. Yeah. And JJ was kind of pressing him at least, maybe not more than he, he should have probably pressed him a little bit more on some of the stuff. But he was genuinely asking, like, are you 100%? Are we going to see aggression? He even asked, are you going to shoot? You know, and Ben was giving all the answers you would want to hear? You want to hear, but then turn it into actuality. Mm. I mean, I feel like players enjoy talking to J.J. Redick. So I think you're going to get their most authentic version when they're with him. But like, would, Can you argue that that wasn't Ben Simmons' most authentic version? If he's saying, I'm about to hoop and I'm going to play my ass off, and he didn't do it once this year? What was Ben yeah. Simmons' season high? 
18. Maybe like 15. Definitely more than 15. But it's 17? Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, more than, definitely more than 15 in say 17. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think he got a dub on the season at no, all. No, I don't think so. Wait, no, Ben Simmons had a dub. He did have a dub. Now that I think about it, he had, he had like two 20 point games. Yeah. Okay. He had 22 against Memphis and then a 20 point game against Indiana. 22 against Memphis is good. That well, means he was going was the against Jaren. Uh, both are, were in uh, November. They were five days okay, away from now. So we I, probably thought, here come Ben. Uh, I was saying that Steven, uh, I, I think Steven Adams Oh, my God. Also, no, 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 no. His top four point per, points in the game came on November 11th, November 20th, November 23rd, and November 25th. He had four straight games. We put up 15 or more. Oh, we probably did talk about him looking we back. We probably, oh, snap, here come Ben. He's probably guess somebody was giving him some crazy ass that week. Because <laughs> what happened? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, how you had that such a, a good week and then like the I don't know. How many times have Ben Simmons fouled out this year? Fouled out? And for reference, I just I do want to say he only played forty game forty games. He I'm gonna say seven. seven. He, no, eight. He fouled out double digits amount of time. He fouled out fourteen times. He fouled out four times. Four. Four. Damn. Oh. Um. He ended up with five plus fouls ten times, but only fouled out four times. How many? That times? That must have been back to back. Didn't it feel like Ben Simmons was fouling, fouling out, out like all a, the time? Yeah. 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 Um, that was in the beginning of the season, right? He fouled out October nineteenth and then October twenty fourth. <laughs> oh, <so laughs> that's, really a point, that's a very good point, though. Um, yeah, what a season for Ben Simmons, bro. He's seven, six, and six. Oh, that's it. Which is oh, like Draymond Green, Green <laughs> but Draymond Green was a lot better this season. It's kind of crazy how you can look at those stats and be like, yeah, Draymond Green could better those stats and just be way better. Yeah. Ben, <laughs> you're going to keep getting chances, brother. Come on. You're going to keep getting chances. Some people's going to keep doing it, man. He's still guaranteed, uh, after the season, he's still guaranteed $78 million bucks. Mm-hmm. $78 million bucks. Guaranteed. Don't got to worry about if it's coming or not. It is. It's coming. Them checks that's still clear. I, that's why I just need clear. one. I just need one of them NBA contracts. Mike, you don't go to the gym. I would if I if I had the opportunity. You think they got to get that contract? You, you don't have, but they you, had to put the work to even get the opportunity. You didn't. You can't. You didn't even make a varsity team. <laughs> You're right. I wasn't in the. Did gym you enough. try out for a varsity team? I did. Oh damn! I didn't know you shot over <laughs> one. I ain't make varsity. I ain't try out for varsity. So you can't tell me. I ain't. No, you ain't try out for a reason. But for <laughs> read the writings on the wall as a sophomore, I ain't, I ain't try out. So I didn't. You can't say I didn't make it. You 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 good at math? You added that up. Absolutely. He said, "Hmm, I'm never in a room I shouldn't be in." He said, "I'm sitting on the bench as a sophomore player, sophomore." Beat. I never am in a room that I shouldn't be in. Did you try for varsity? Junior year, not senior. Oh man, <laughs> hey, my my field goal percentage is undefined. I don't remember D Mills. Yours is second as math. No, you made it though. Right, I, but I, you you I have a you have a one of one or two of two, whatever. I have a zero zero. Oh, I see what you said. They have zero of ones. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Amen. I don't. I don't even. What's I, I enjoyed the ride. Okay, you enjoyed those three days of excruciating pain just not to make <laughs> it. You know what's funny as hell too. Did, so hey, when you ain't make it, did you tell? Me? <laughs> Coach said I got a spot if I wanted to. <laughs> I'm on the team. <laughs> no, nah, but so so when we doing basketball tryouts, this is around the time some shit happened at school. I had to get like I had a couple detentions I had to serve or some shit. Uh, and then so like I I had went to. <laughs> <laughs> where's the story going because there's, there's a couple different ways that's true. no 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 
So I went to I went to the office because they were trying to schedule me my detention. Oh, I can't do this podcast. I was scheduling my detentions and I was trying to figure out the dates. And I was like, no, nah, I can't do that. I think I might have basketball practice that day. So I was I was scheduling my shit for I was scheduling my shit far out. You put yourself on the team. Not on the team, but I'll I, I put some Nike ID shoes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was about to go the route of like, you I didn't it? make it yes. because I yes. had attention. That's oh, why I said no, crap. No, no, That's why no, I said crap. Say that, no. What's your excuse? Why you ain't making it? I do have an excuse. Uh, I skipped the morning practice, the morning trial. Damn, I didn't no. go to it. Hey, I can't lie though, Derek. The reason I made sophomores is because I went to one summer league game. And coach is like, I like your offseason dedication. <laughs> well, I only went to one, and John went to zero, and Mikey Miller went to zero. <laughs> so that extra one got me on the team. Yeah, we had a and morning I scored tryout, five points in that I game, didn't go though. to it because I didn't wake up. And then Turner, when I was at the, when I was I at the wake, night, I, you did the, wake up. <laughs> it's not yeah. no time. <laughs> yeah, when I went to the night tryout after trials, Turner was like, "Yeah, you can't just miss a tryout and expect Who to make the team." Who the fuck is Turner? Wasn't it Tanner? Is it Tanner? I, I think it is Tanner. Is it Tanner or Turner? I don't remember. It's, his name. it's damn show not Turner. Who was Tanner? That was that was the, the newer coach after Were you not there? Was Pierre not there? I played for a dude named Tanner Mitchell. Pierre graduated Tanner after Mitchell. all. Tanner <laughs> Tanner Mitchell got fired my year. Oh, so who was the coach after him? I forgot. Uh, I thought it was Tanner. My don't, bad. None of us are gonna know. We didn't make the team. Oh well. He had told me <laughs> since I missed that morning tryout, I can't. You can't expect to make the team and go to the next. Makes sense to me. The last one. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Well, I missed, I missed the trial before, too, and still made the team. That's why Tanner Mitchell got fired. <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not, for ta- not for Tanner Mitchell, though. Not for Tanner Mitchell. No, that's a lot of people that didn't even come to tryouts and made it, like at least the freshman year. Because if you I mean, had, had yeah, I think it was my freshman or sophomore year. Yeah. I think it was my freshman I mean, they had 40 jerseys. They just wanted to give them out anyway. <laughs> I didn't have, um, I didn't do the physical in time, and I pissed my mama off. You needed the physical. I'm like, Ma, I need the physical. She like, when you try, I was like, tomorrow. <laughs> she like, Mom, but uh, I need, I need some construction paper for my presentation tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Ma, Ma, can we go to office max for what my presentation? Oh, where's your presentation? A couple times tomorrow morning. <laughs> what was your excuse for not playing sophomore? I did play sophomore. Not like you should have. Oh, I don't know. You lazy. You a lazy person. Lazy but talented. That was what that shirt said. <laughs> yeah. <the> shirt said. <laughs> I didn't have an excuse for it. I mean, I felt like I should have played more. I felt like I showed enough to play more. Okay. But so it's politics. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't like you. Some the dudes play, playing over you was donating to the school. It's Malik Gordon. <laughs> and I don't think Malik was much better than me. It's, it's sometimes it's not about that though. He cared more. He was more dedicated. He woke up. How on many time. offensive rebounds did he get off his own missed free throw? Derek? Exactly. That's yeah. that's the type of stuff coaches care about. And still to this day, you like that. Hey, I will never get a missed rebound off free throw. That's why you didn't. That's start. fucked up. You right there. <laughs> or you saying you no, don't make them all? Yeah. No, I'm saying I'm no, not gonna no, miss. No, Malik was missing free throws and, and get getting his, his own ball. Yeah. 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 No, I'm. I, he was I'm literally. Not, he was such a bad. So you're never gonna have that much heart off glass. So you never gonna have. You're never gonna have that much heart to go in there. No, I would never be that athletic. You. We did testing and you in a game. Did he ever dunk? Malik was more athletic than me. I don't remember him dunking. But I feel like I seen him dunk before. Malik can't fuck with you, bro. 
Could then, could now. Maybe not. I'm t- I'm thinking about Titarian. I see Titarian. Yeah, he dunked. Oh, yeah. He dunked, oh, he dunked yeah, in, he a vars- in a junior varsity game we had. We oh, stopped yeah. and said, hold up. Yeah, Coach, well, I, yeah, he, he should come on this motherfucker because none of these motherfuckers dunking. I'll throw him a lob tomorrow. <laughs> he was like, what the hell? It was, early, it was early in you the morning. You can dunk the ball. I don't know about much else. It was early in the morning. That's all you need for the intimidation factor. Intimidation factor. Yeah. Yeah, but Malik, I don't give a fuck how he went that athletic. He would do that. He would grab the ball. Ah, ah. Intimidation factor. He used to always do this where he would try to grab the ball and do this and then it would just fall out of bounds. <laughs> yeah. Intimidation factor. That's, that's I, I know he was giving you work in practice. No. Uh-oh. I know he was. No, he wasn't. I was giving them the work in practice. I, I don't remember the. They I, could not. They could not neither like one of them could guard me. Deep. Just because one thing about them, they both love to chase blocks, and I was able to. Throw some little yeah, fakes. Yeah, and they would they would fall for it. I, I know you ain't want no problems with Debo. If Debo you're saying, if you're saying Malik, Malik was more athletic than you, so he gave you problems. You he ain't did wanna... not giving me problems. I was just saying that's why he played more. Oh, okay. My fault, my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. That athletic fault. shit didn't phase me in uh high school. I I'd still knew how to play basketball. Okay. Yeah. One thing I knew how to do was. One box of your out. coaches told me you had two left feet. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? No. Said your post moves ain't hit like they were supposed to because your foot would drag. My foot would drag. Yeah, you had two left, no. left feet. Who said that? Me. I just made it up. Oh, I was like, what? I was like, I was never been told that. No. So I've always you, been told I've had we, solid foot. If we went to the, if we went to, <laughs> Coach Lavic, I hope you're doing well, man. I would love to know what he's doing. Um, so if you ran into Malik Gordon and Debo today at the gym, you giving them boys work? I think Debo look, he do he, some he shit. He does security and shit. Oh. He used to, at least. You giving them work? Probably not now. Oh no, I don't think you would get on work back then either. I he can barely get me work because you're saying no now. What makes you say no now? Because I'm not the same player I was back then. Wow, what gives you the thought that they are <laughs> like, anything? Yeah, I can get Malik is not at the gym. Oh. Your confidence in the Malik door. Not at the gym practicing. Yeah, I don't. I don't. What makes you think that they just somewhere so crisp? That's true. I should also. I should look at it that's in that aspect. But Malik is doing some really cool art. I just went to his Facebook. Malik page. called me on Facebook recently. Really? And I was like, "Don't do that. I'm not answering." Don't do that. <laughs> if you ever see this, I don't, don't know do how that. the hell you expect somebody to pick up a Facebook call. I'm not you literally that. talk to them on a regular basis. Yeah, I haven't talked yeah. to you in a minute. We right. cool, but he's don't got talk. a huge death piece tattoo on his back. I know he no no. Death, no, no I, death, I have him death, on Snapchat, death, no. so Holy I know shit. he he be showing off his tattoos a lot. Damn, I don't even think he live out here. I think he live in like a whole other state. Like he li- he's California. in L.A. Yeah. He had told me to link up when we were there. About <laughs> um, former teammates. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Plus in the season, man. He's basically out of the league for two years. Oh, we still talking about basketball? Yeah. Um, he's out of the league for like two years. That's a good pick. Got a, got a role, and he should be back in the league next year. So that's fun. That's a good pick. No, I, w- I was. And he ruined the Dallas Mavericks playoff hopes. Yes, he did. Yes, I was did. I was happy to see him back. Like I said, I still got the memory too when he hit that twenty second three on the season, whatever. And that was one of the big, big threes game. against Dallas. I remember yeah, I was against Dallas him at Vegas. Wasn't that this? I told Dennis Smith Jr. I love him at Vegas, right at the airport. I think so. Yeah. yeah. What What the heck? Because I was walking, but Dennis Smith Jr. He's like. Six one, six two. So he's not crazy tall. I seen that. I just kept going. But like, I, I walked past him. No, I don't. I don't I'm not talking <laughs> about you talking. What made you say you love him? You didn't let me finish my no. story. I'm sorry. Like oh, I said, I was game. I was walking, and I really I seen him like super last minute, and like I made that eye contact with him, and like he kind of seen like my face lit up, lit up so he kind of knew that like I knew who he was. Y'all may have hooped against each other at exports. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, I just shook his hand. I was like, "Love you, bro." Like, whoa. <laughs> 
Yeah, that, the story doesn't make it better, my guy. <laughs> it was in the moment type of thing. Love I you, bro. I never went to somebody what college, went, what college he went to? What college he went to? Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. I don't know. That's crazy. Love you, bro. It's crazy. Love you, bro. And you don't know what college. Up, I ain't never heard though. you mention his name before. <laughs> Ever. Listen, Love never. you, bro. Listen, though. Uh-huh. I have to be a good luck charm, though, because that has one. Hey, bro, after that, he's had one. Of, he's had a comeback season. So he's you're, he's you're, had a comeback. So anybody season. you say love you to is having good, good year. It's only one way to find out. You're gonna have to do it more often. Love you, love no, you to a month of the that you don't love is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> got love, got love for you is a when lot he was doing bad, couldn't, couldn't get a contract. You ain't say shit. I was singing the shit out that J Cole. <laughs> that what he say? Oh my god, Dennis, Dennis Smith Jr. Right is solid, my nigga. Yeah, yeah, I was singing the shit out there. Okay, maybe you do love him. Yeah, you don't yeah, love him is. if you don't know what college you went to. I saw the tip of my tongue. You didn't have a guess. What color did they wear? If it's on the tip of your tongue, I mean, you could probably see him in it or something. Ah, where's the jar at? They, they, he don't watch ball <laughs> jar. We need we a need dollar. A, don't watch ball and don't watch college ball. Ball is ball, motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. Y'all motherfuckers. I, I didn't watch a single second of him in college. I y'all motherfuckers. Like, I'm not saying it. That's, lot, you're not right, right, right. You're acting like you're going to say it, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's where he went to. A lot of y'all love the NBA. Y'all don't love ball, man. Ball ain't life for y'all. Yeah. Ball is ball is life. I like high level ball. Ball ain't life for y'all. Ball is life stop when I like when I ain't make that varsity team. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. Well, you, you got more in the gym. Yeah, after, you put after missing that. You're one of I those more people. time. I went to school. It's like Shit. you, Danaeus, y'all put in y'all chased hoop dreams when it was too late. I've never seen that before. Motherfucker said. Now I'm gonna go in the gym and work on my left. <laughs> At I didn't 20. start playing basketball until I was a freshman. Right, so you had a nice amount of time to put work in and say, "Hey, you I'm think Joel and Joel and B didn't start playing basketball? He was. 15? I'm also not seven foot. Yeah, I ain't True. comparing you to Joel and B. But I just thought I'm that sure that, that story for some guard out there in the league history. You know, there's a lot no, of late bloomers. A lot of late bloomers. Yeah, there's a, a lot, lot of late bloomers. bloomers. It's not a lot of bloomers. Who start hooping seriously at twenty one though? That is my. I know Lord. a few. I know a that few. That is my blood. Who name them? No, nah, I'm not. Oh, then y'all know a few. <laughs> y'all know a few. I named shit. I ain't. We ain't saying nothing about nobody negatively. I'm just saying. Nah, I, I don't be. I ain't part of that that snitching crew. Oh, starting hooping at twenty no and then making it to the league. I don't crazy. know that person. I don't know that. That person. would be wild. Man, so some people got Pablo Prigioni dreams. He, he was playing he, overseas. Yeah, he had been a professional already. Don't know ball. Jar. <laughs> Jar. He thought, Come on he, now. He, 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 just has, he thought he entered the draft at 38. <laughs> the nigga had his rookie year at 35 years his old. His rookie NBA year. Yeah, his rookie NBA year. Okay. How did he get to the NBA? What year, he get what year he get drafted? What year he get drafted? What year he get drafted? He's 35 was, years old. Was he old? a first-round pick or a second-round pick? Oh, no, I don't, he had to be a second-round pick. <laughs> I don't even know how old he is. I was trying to do the math. I don't know how old he is now. Get your mans, bro. It's a good episode for Mike. It's a very vocal episode. It is. I like it. I was trying to say something. What was I trying to say? He, he, oh, you was trying to. He said. Oh, 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 oh. It was the hacking and fouling. Oh, yeah, hacking and fouling. You want to do one more like? Sh- sure, yeah, go ahead. No, I want to hear dislike. How many likes you got? It was three and three. Oh. Shit. I'll, I'll go dislike. Thank uh, you. Email Yudoka adding drama to, bro- to the Boston Celtics. That was. One of my dislikes, even though they kind of bounced back from it, but it was still like a whole cloud over that whole situation. You forgive him? 
<laughs> I mean, I, don't I know. I thought about. I he thought about the situation. Next season. <laughs> I was like, he's gonna be back. He's gonna be back. Be back. It's just he had that. Everybody sense. was pushing false stories and shit. It was just crazy time to be around. Yeah, I think that was the worst part about it. Yeah, how they put that someone that works for the team into these allegations and stuff, and she's getting harassed, her family's right. getting harassed. That that wasn't cool. Yeah. Another quick dislike I had is just All Star Break did not feel the same. Mm. It just felt like it was one of the lower ones. Like it just wasn't as good. If you had to, and if you had to rank the ones we've been to, is that dead last? I think it, it's dead last. It's dead last. Yeah. I can't. It's dead last. It's dead last. I think Chicago will be one. No, just because the All Star game was actually very oh, so good. You, okay, I was going based off the All Star oh, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not no, 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 no. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what you were going off of, Mike? I was just going off a of feel, like the whole experience. Fun? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. honestly, besides this, like. We didn't like the live shows. I think were the best thing and doing like the content. But other than, other than that, like that weekend wasn't crazy. I got fi- I got I got to fight with you. Who? I got to fight with you. You. Why? What's up? How do you expect to have fun if you don't do shit? Man, yeah, I was waiting for that. At Adidas party invites and shit, you didn't want to go to because you out of nowhere your stomach started hurting. I was waiting for what that. Did you, what did you do to put yourself in any position? So, Cleveland was Cleveland even, was even more if drier I did, than Even Utah. if I did go to that shit, that shit wouldn't have put shit over the edge. What did y'all do that? So that was crazy. Was, that shit was fun. Getting was out, fun. doing shit. That's that. Like, what do you mean? Why was yesterday fun? Because we just went to a baseball game. It ain't nothing crazy happened at the game. We fucking lost, but it was still fun. Yeah. You just did something. I, I do regret that, not going to that Adidas game. That, that, shit Adidas party. Turn, that shit wouldn't have turned the table for me. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm Being out in something. your hotel room in Utah versus being outside of it, for me, is always going to be better. I think what made Utah bad is that we didn't have tickets to the festivities. That yeah. shit sucked. Oh, yeah. Since that, it was the first time we mm. couldn't like, get into anything. That was pretty bad. Yeah. I'm thinking about Mike in Cleveland. Uh, Mike couldn't get his phone to work in Cleveland. Oh I yeah, his phone. my phone in Utah. <laughs> Cleveland was cool because I. Did, there was people here. Yeah, there was yeah, also yeah, people yeah. here. You know, clubbing with the with the rest of the creators was dope. The creator league sh- or the showdown thing. I can't fun. wait to see how this tour go. I want to see if Mike gonna get out or is he gonna do what KB do. Mm. Now nah, he gonna be in he gonna be in a hotel like I am. Okay. <laughs> them tour days probably for them. Them only gonna be like a day or two. Which Probably, probably, I would yeah. assume they're only gonna be like a day or two. Oh, I, it's Versus gonna be like that. more than more days we're out there. Oh, it's gonna be the fuck I want it to be for me personally. <laughs> if I if I we go to Miami and I'm having a blast, the shit gonna be a lot longer than two days. I tell you that. <laughs> I, you feel me? You feel me? Look. We go somewhere and I want to be that longer. <laughs> I love that laugh he was just that doing. Shit, feel <laughs> Look, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker sound mischievous. Look, I'm trying to tell you, I ain't I ain't doing no mic stuff. I tell you that my phone definitely gonna be working when I'm in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just gotta make sure y'all stay with him. But I, what, one thing I will give Mike credit for, because we are we 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 piling up on Mike. He did come out that one time. He tried. He did that one time. He tried. You tried. Uh, Lucas actually came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we you made the attempt. That was so a lot. I, I no, it was a, it was a decent little bad. It could be a, that shit. Was, that shit was dry though when we went to that shit. That was dry. I you. You definitely had to make something. I mean, nothing. You had you had fun. You almost crashed. I enjoyed the Post Malone concert. Yeah, that's that was, fun. Yeah. Those that was fun. fun. Those always fun. That was fun. That that be one thing about also those places is not even those places. Like just you could tell about the vibes. It's like the music going on. Once yeah. it's that consistent music that keep you going, I feel like that's the that's the spot to be. The but DJs that was kind of like on and off. Be a little mid. But let's yeah. do what KB said. Let's rank them. What's number one? Cleveland. I mean, uh, North Carolina's number one by far. Yeah. 
That's why when you said Chicago kind of threw me off. My bad. I was more so looking at the actual game. From the games to the vibes to the city, everything the about that one. We sat in the Yadiz. Was, yeah. was, mm-hmm. was right. Y'all accommodations. Yeah. Y'all yeah, was in the Airbnb. Y'all was in the yeah. B&B. Um, I, want, I want to say Cleveland was two. Cleveland was two for me. I can't argue that. Yeah. Because we was outside. Yeah. Cleveland was two for me. It was outside. It was, outside. I, it was cold. I, low key, it was like, cold. I, I rock with that hotel they had us in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the hotel like, was good. The hotel was nice. But it was yeah. like, we yeah. The only negative there. about Cleveland is the after when we had to get home. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. But that I was actually appreciated that one being hungover. Um, that was cool. Three is where it gets tough because I understand Chicago was here, it was home, had a good game. But it also forced us to set our asses in a hotel a lot more than we usually do. It was a do. lot colder than any A lot colder. Yeah. We all had our girlfriends. The best thing about Chicago too, though, is just once the shit was over, we got to just drive right yeah, home. Right, yeah, drive yeah, right yeah. home. Yeah. That's a plus. That's a big plus. Um, I, I, wait, so we rank in Chicago versus Utah? Those are the last two. Yeah, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, I would put Chicago over, but again, I didn't do the, any activities. In Utah. We didn't go to a concert in Chicago, right? No, uh-uh. we didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah, I'm gonna go Utah. We barely was with. We barely seen the team. Yeah, we went I to the game. I barely remember yeah. seeing anybody. We stayed in the hotel. Went to the game. That's crazy. Yeah, no, that's right. Eight I was also on TV for the first time that so, weekend. Yeah, so that was were. that was fun. It was. It's crazy to hear that for me outside looking in. I didn't go to Chicago, and then I didn't go to the North Carolina one. But the Chicago also, again for me, the game was dope. But also like the city of Chicago was lit. Uh, and then the sneakers for me, I just I feel like those stood out more than any of the other ones. The Joe Fresh Goods New Balances came out. The Off White Fives came out. I did not get it. Did you get the Off White Fives when they dropped at that when time? When they dropped, no, I didn't. So that would have been a bad weekend for you. It it wasn't though, just because the city was on. I I don't know. I just feel like if when people go get sneakers, they go into New York, they go into L.A., and it was like now, like we got all these stores opening up on Magma. I feel like the Chicago All Star Weekend put some momentum there because now we getting like a lot of. Like, we just got that stadium goods. Like, we just got a Supreme. We supposed to have those things, though. We the third out of the group. But we don't. And I feel like that Chicago All-Star Weekend. We do have that shit. We just ain't have that le- that legit. But we got all the shit that they got. We have the Louis. We got the We got our set. Yeah. We got our shit. We just didn't have. We was last at the party on that. And we got it now, though. We got it now, though. And I feel like that, that All-Star Weekend was so fired that the world got to see the potential for Chicago to be popping. I don't know. I, was, I disagree, man. I think Chicago we is get a Supreme. We should have been had a Supreme. We should already have. They done, they, there's three kiths in New York, two kiths in New York. But, I mean, look look, look at the people who found them. He's a New York guy. Right. So he's going to prioritize New York. Absolutely. It ain't like Joe Fresh Goods made his shit and moved it to New York. You can you, you I completely you agree. With shit that started in New York, so they're going to do But that. we got our own versions. Of, we got our own guys that could hang like in, who? you know what I'm saying? Joe Fresh Goods, he Kanye, Don C. Don C. Uh, Don C is in Chicago. He's here. But I'm I'm just talking about the storefront. Shout, uh, shout, shout, shout out to Don C. Shout out to Don C. Shout out to Don C. Yeah, that's the boy. You know what I'm saying? Virgil was, uh, where, Rockford, was he? Yeah. Illinois boy, for sure. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And we just don't have those flagship stores, those, like, experiences. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think you're underrating our city. I think that the world underrates our city and that after All-Star Weekend, they started to put a little bit more respect on our name. I mean, if you put, if you, all, if you tie in all of that to it, sure. But the reality is 
the why experience. we just we just got a Supreme like six months ago. We just no, got a, why nobody who, who you give a fuck about Supreme? No, but I'm but I'm just saying like when you go to these like fashion dominant culture dominant cities like L.A. or mm -hmm. you can go on Melrose in L.A. You can go to well, I give you two things. Yeah, L.A. is a lot warmer and it's on the coast. Yes, New York is a lot bigger and it's on the coast. Yes. And then that third city is it's us. Chicago. And we should I know we're not on the coast. Unless you're from Chicago, I would assume that you, I would assume that you're going to prioritize. Who is creating a brand and thinking the first place they want to put it is Chicago unless they were born in Chicago? I know. Who but created who created Supreme? Probably somebody from New York. Absolutely. If I had a guess. If I had so a it guess. Don't yes. make, it don't blow my mind. And then once he get his shit popping, the first place he's going to go want to go is where? L to the other side of the coast. LA. LA. Well, then when when is it our turn? Is what I'm saying. Now we have it. And I just I just feel like they was late. I just feel like it was like a like it felt like about damn time. I I, I just don't, if you don't want to put your shit in Chicago, then I I don't really give a fuck about it. Unless you're Chicago, <laughs> I don't wear Supreme, so I don't really care. I don't really wear. I don't really care to have it either. I don't I don't really care to have it here. I yeah. don't. I Not care to have. City. I care to have the stadium goods though, and I care mm -hmm. to have Joe Fresh goods. Um, I, I, I uh, RSVP Gallery. That's the shit that needs to be here. Yes, Kith is cool. If they don't want to have it in Chicago, I'm not losing no sleep over it. That's cool. You don't have to have it here. They should too expensive for me anyway. They should is expensive, but that's it's fine. As long as our people who make they shit here have their flagship here, that's all we need. Because yeah, they those people who started those shits. That's where they're from. Mm -hmm. I I look I agree and Drake says I and mean, y'all gonna get annoyed with me but he says something about he says something about like you know Daily what I have quote. a ton of respect for people that get love in their city where they come from it's cool you get love all around the world but when you one of the ones out of your city and you get love in your city like it's just a different type of your you know what I'm saying it's a level of respect that people just have so I agree with you like to have Chicago's very own repping RSVP calorie different things like that I love it but. I For a while, Juggernaut was some shit. Yeah, it ain't you know what I mean. We're uh, not a leaders. fashion capital of the world, um, but I feel like we could. Like I, I feel like a lot of culture comes out of Chicago, but we just don't get recognized in the ways that I would like us to. I mean, from a culture, I mean, from a fashion standpoint, I don't know, it's whatever. Yeah, kinda. but I think we get our. I think we. You can always have more, but. You know, people know drill started here. We opened up the floodgates now, for drill. I'm just saying anybody like, who argues that yeah, is delusional. It's delusional. They, you know, but people yeah. that know know, and that's all that matters. Yeah. The slang, yeah. op, yeah. all of that Come shit. On. Like merch. The yeah. best food. Yep. And that we what well, we got, we got. Preach. Yeah, <sighs> not Preach. really not really worried about. So I, I that's why I have a reverse mindset. I, I don't need Kiff to be here. I feel like I fuck with Kiff, but I don't need it to be here. I feel like Oh, we know all that, but I feel like the world be acting like Chicago is an afterthought. It's, it's the feeling that I have. I feel like we're an afterthought. Well, we are number three. Even though we're leading the... Yes. We are number but three. But from a culture standpoint, I feel like we led a lot of big waves. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we get our just do. All right. I mean, you can always want more, but to me, that's just greedy at that point. What you yeah. want people to just to fall down because you're Absolutely from Chicago? Absolutely not. I, right. I know but I, New York is New York. I'm we, not going to play There's a that. lot of places that got some shit that don't nobody talk about. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm kind of glad it's like that because I... I feel that pride when I like we talking about cities. I'm Same. like Chicago is that place. Yes. Like, y'all don't know down. what y'all talking about. We Hands got the down. best food. Yeah. Hands down. And coming come to, to this motherfucker because of Chicago, not because it has a kith. 
I don't give a fuck about it having a kith. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> don't come here because you want to shop. Come in this motherfucker because this is where it's at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that that's what I'm saying. We and we got everything that any other place got. This ain't um. This is a real place where you gotta when people. That's what I, so when I see people here, I know they here because they know this ain't Vegas where it's like you try to have fun, so we just gonna dip off in your city. No, people who come to Chicago, they come for a reason. So it's like they really respect and value and understand the beauty of the city versus like I feel like people going in and out of Vegas because it's just a hot spot. Oh, people sure. go in and out of Miami because it's a hot spot, not because they trying to. It's really something going on. You know yeah. what I mean? People don't go to Miami because they want to go to the hoods of Florida. Right. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like Florida has they starting to come up with some shit now, and I don't think they getting they just do. You know right. what I'm saying? They they are they they coming they add into the culture right now. Yeah. Um. And and they doing their thing, and I don't think a lot of people talk about Florida. They yeah. do their thing with the football yeah. shit. They do their thing with rap. It's bigger that's than true. just Kodak now. You know what I mean? They, they got floodgates coming out of that's Florida, true. and I don't think so. I when you when I hear you complaining about shit for Chicago, it's like we get talked about. That's a lot of places that don't that get slept on. Um, when you talk about the South in general, just started getting they love and yeah. anything culture wise, and they've been running. They've been running for a minute. Andre 3000 went on stage saying, damn, y'all yeah. don't got no love for the South. 3K. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, I think about them. Chicago is always historically known as the third largest city, and we get shit. So if we don't got our shit, is there a kith in Atlanta? Will there ever be a kith in Atlanta? They got some, they actually have some nice stuff in Atlanta that we I'm don't I'm just saying, have. though, they get, I feel I'm like on they're, my ear, like, you know they're what I'm a saying? spot. They, but did they did they start out there? No, they uh DC I believe. Okay, and they they got some stuff in Atlanta. I feel it's, like they're a place that gets not a lot of love. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you're talking about people that's adding to the culture and not mm-hmm. getting they just do in all aspects, mm-hmm. they are a forgotten thing. Places like that could Chicago get more love? You always can get more love, but I think there's some for, there's some real forgot. DC may be a place. Yep, with the go go. I'm going to say, you'll, I think that now people, I'm just telling you, Chicago in three years from now is going to have that type of, oh, they got like. I would hope, so. that's the hope. It's going to be really built Even out. Even three years from now, you're going to have that same thought process because you should progress. But what I'm saying Chicago is. Chicago now versus three years ago is way more. I think we've been popping from a, from advancing culture and pushing it and it's people coming out of Chicago doing it but I don't think worldly it's been like oh whoa Chicago is popping let's invest into them by putting our you know what I'm saying do I need it to be a kid yes kid is a New York thing and everything like that but I think it's a signal to the world that oh this place is popping so let's invest when I was uh doing um tours at universities, someone would always be in my ear, like, what's what's your major and what are you in? And listen for the construction. Wherever you hear construction, that's where their college or university cares a lot. So I went to U of I. You know what they was doing? They was banging on that football stadium. And you know where else they was always drilling into the their engineering quad? That English building is very old at the University of Illinois. But that engineering is popping. And that new football stadium is popping. And it's like wherever they're investing, that's where their interest, their mindset, the conversations that are. I think our city has that. And like I be hearing some cities saying they they friend get they open up their first Chick-fil-A. Yeah. That's now, now that's crazy. crazy. Now that's crazy. 
We don't some, we don't some deal cities with they be talking about Domino or Papa John's is our best pizza. Yeah, that's oh, that'd be Lord. crazy to me when I hear that. You you're that com- you're crazy. comparing us to New York and LA. But if you compare if you take those out of there and you take Chicago and compare it to all of these other places, people will look at you like, boy, you lucky as hell. We don't have none of that. That Chicago accent right there, too. Hell yeah. Boy, you lucky, you you lucky, lucky as hell. hell. Like, like for real. <laughs> oh, bro. No Go, play. Take, a, take your Chicago ass to Orlando and say, man, yeah. we they're going to be like, is this motherfucker serious? Yeah. <laughs> take yeah. your shit to fucking um, Philadelphia. No, that's real. And people from Philly be vouching hard as hell for Philly. <laughs> oh, they do. Yes. Take your <laughs> oh, they to do. fucking... I don't know. There's so many places that nah. I know are probably like, man, we got our shit popping. Th- they they, th- they th- don't have one person a thousand percent. that signifies shit. It, it's just crazy to me that we just got around to. We just got a stadium goods. We just got a, you know what I'm saying? And I just felt like the world should have been investing in us, particularly in those cultural sneaker culture. Yeah. Like, should have been investing in us. We've been I popping agree. for a long. We should have been had people wanting to put their stores in our City, but, but they what I'm telling sleep. you is we did have that. We just didn't have those literal stores. You're yeah. saying, whenever you have a, whenever you have something as big as Gucci, Louis, Prada, all of that shit, yeah, that is bigger than all that shit you talking about. That round two is shit cool because we into shoes. They not fucking with a Louis Vuitton, right? They're not. Fu- we have a Versace I store. You, I hear you on that. I they hear, not I fucking hear you with on none that. of that. I hear there is you on not that. a lot of places that has those legitimate I hear you on that. ships. Next time you go buy a Gucci product or yeah. something like that, look up the locations. Yeah. Them shits is in like Miami. It's like you could count on your hands damn near. There is uh-huh. they don't have that type of shit just sitting around in Iowa. No yeah. disrespect to Iowa. Yeah. There ain't it probably ain't a Louis in Kansas. Yeah. They mm-hmm. probably got a, a store that can get some of the product. You know, like a, you have like a Saks Fifth or you might have a high right. end Macy's that got a couple of the bags. But when you have a legitimate, this is a Louis Vuitton store that you can walk in and get all of the shit. We got this shit sitting around. We got one right now that's probably right. It's, uh, it's up the one in Oak Brook. You can go right up to Oak Brook and right. get you and get in one. We just got the shit just here, just sitting around. It ain't even like it's one spot. We got multiples. Yeah. Shit, I, y'all ain't got it. I'm going, okay, I'm going downtown 25 minutes. We do got one downtown in Oak Brook. Shout out, shout out yeah, Vladimir. Be me? helping just, me out at the LV in Oak Brook. But no, nah, yeah, for sure. You're right. I'm hearing you. Because I see what both of y'all are saying. Because I, I understand, because it's more so like he's saying the fashion sense. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like a, it's a specific fashion too. Right, that's what I, that's my part. Which I can say I I can understand it because like you said when she, when you talk about Chicago, I don't think immediately about fashion senses, especially yeah. like more so. I think more streetwear, high high yeah. higher fashion. I think it more so like businesses. You really hit on when you was like when people come to Chicago, motherfuckers got their briefcases. They go in the yeah. meeting. They got they got shit they supposed to do. It's not really a vacation spot. Music, music we input on. You mm-hmm. said Chicago's yes, we not do. a vacation spot. I don't really it think is. it's a crazy he, it's one like of the, a, I think it's like number two, right? Summertime it's one of the shy. highest tourist spots. Summertime shy? Yeah. Um, music, food, street shit. Yeah. None of us are street guys. Right. But a lot of street shit, yep. like in L.A., started in Chicago, yep. if we Keith. get down to it. Yep. I'm not even talking yeah. about that. I'm not talking even. shit way yeah, before yeah, Chief yeah, not, I'm yeah. talking Four Corner Hustlers, yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Oh, oh, you that? Deep shit. Which started here in Chicago. The Black Panther Party. Yep. That's deep culture shit. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. Fred Hampton. Yep. Al Capone. Al Capone. Like, yep. that's deep <laughs> cultural yep. shit. Fuck 
with all due respect, yeah. a shoe store. Yeah, yeah, no. Al Capone, Fred Hampton. You know what I'm saying? A thousand like, percent. Deep rooted shit. The Black Panther Party. A thousand percent. We uh deep dish pizza. That's I'm not. A I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with you on none of that. That's a, a phenomenon. Kanye West himself is a Chicago yeah. dude. Don C. Chicago. Yeah. Virgil. Chicago. Chance the rapper. You just fucked up my shit, man. Don't even know with them names. Lakeshore Drive. Yeah. No, yeah. a thousand percent. The, uh, the World's Fair was here. It, like, it's so, so much. Yeah. The, uh, Navy Pier. Navy Pier. All of these are historical shit buildings. That we take for granted. The Bean. Maybe you don't think of the Bean. about a Bean? Drake? The Drake shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, that's more of, uh, what's my boy name? Uh, give you give you yeah, yeah that's, that's more, more yeah, that, that but um, on that. but we take shit for granted because absolutely. it's our city. The absolutely. Bean, how many absolutely. We we had to do the mobile one shoot. They want to go to the Bean. We like, oh my gosh, the Bean. But <laughs> we went there and it's every all these people there. Right. You just see it's hundreds like, of people at the Bean every day in right. the summers. People get proposed like, at the Bean. You know like I mean? it's like one of them type. But of... But we yeah. don't care about it. Yeah, it's just nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. I I don't really appreciate the food aspect until we go to a different city. You go to Utah and it's like, oh my god, take me back home. Yes. I went on Twitter like, my mom, this finna go give me a piece of puff. They're like, what's that? Wow. We take the shit so for granted, we don't even realize this I shit don't a, exist in other places. Bro, yeah. when we went to, we was in Utah, I had a piece of fried chicken, and it just, I had never <laughs> tasted no fried chicken like that. <laughs> when we were in like, Utah, man. I had a tweet, I was like, damn, it's crazy. It's not a Starbucks near the hotel. And I was like, I'm not used to that. Like, yeah, there's Starbucks crazy. everywhere. That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> I have an uncle who lives in Memphis. When he used to come down, mm-hmm. he he used to have to buy like Italian beef shit and freeze it and take it with him because they don't have Italian beefs. Crazy. Damn. Yeah, right think, up in Memphis. Yeah. Like that's not like yeah, it ain't like crazy. a little plate. Like Memphis is a whole they don't have that. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you would you want more shoe stores? Probably personally for you because you're a shoe head. <laughs> but in the grand scheme of things, it's like absolutely when you when you talk in bigger picture like that. I I'm not gonna Disagree, big Al Capone fan. So like now, I'm gonna ask you if you started something, you started a brand. Uh, he said, "I'm not a big Al Capone fan." No, no, no. I said, <laughs> I, like I did projects about him in school oh, and stuff. Okay. So I'm very like. Have yeah. you ever seen um, what the fuck is the movie called? Slip. I might have seen it in a long time. But um, if you started a brand, yeah, you started here in Chicago. Yes. Where's the next place you taking it? Well, I'm a I'm a different kind of dude. I I really value the overseas, so I'm taking it to London. You know what I'm saying? Personally. Is that realistic? Uh, when people start their shit and don't even go to the other fifty states, then they just go overseas. <laughs> I I would be strategic about how I built the brand to, you know, get those types. Realistically, Anwar, <laughs> if you, you start your shit your, here, you might be setting yourself up for failure. Failure. Nah, nah, fo. They they mess with me in the UK. Usually, before you open some shit overseas, you want it to at least be known, like in LA. You want it to York. be locally, yeah. Globe, uh, nationally. Yeah. And then what? Ain't it globally? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. trying to skip a whole step. Motherfucker <laughs> in Chicago know your shit, but not the motherfucking London. Right, like I'm like I would do a campaign and then I have like like a UK drill, you know what I'm saying, song on the campaign or something, or I put them in like black trackies and stuff like that. Uh, I'm a, just I'm, fuck the just question. to just fuck to tap question. into fuck that culture. Question. You feel you, me? Fuck the, you're not gonna give me a real list <laughs> so fuck. We can close out the episode. It's is how long? Two hours, 18 minutes. Two hours, 18 minutes. Another two-hour episode. Shout out to y'all. We love y'all. Next episode is the awards. Yep. Next episode is the awards. We will see y'all then. We gone. Peace. Peace.